Sci-fi. Hey everybody, welcome to Real Life Sci-Fi with Wade and Willie. I'm Wade. I'm Willie. This is a Starburns Audio Produced Podcast that uh, has, well, some advice. Don't come into this for an education. Listen for ideas. Thanks for your five-star review, Stacy J. Cash. Thank you. I like that. Yeah, it's a good, uh, I mean, that's a good philosophy in life. Listen for ideas. Yeah, you're not going to get the information you're looking for here. If you have a five-star review, leave it on iTunes. And remember, you're not going to get the information you're looking for here. Uh, we've got one more, and then, and then we're running out. So uh, get on there, and we'll read it on the air. Willie, how are you? Oh, I'm, I'm doing good, man. Um, what, what are you? What am I? <laughs> I'm like a human, man. Um, no, I'm fine. Whatever. <laughs> I'm fucking t- tired and unemployed. I got pitches coming up. I don't want to do them. I've been getting anxiety really bad lately. Uh, well, you know, I will say, uh, just remember that everyone's fucking stupid, and you could have their job too. I know, but that doesn't. It's like know, it's. It doesn't matter. It's it's this weird. I don't. I I don't control it. Like I was so nervous for this one pitch. I, I, I didn't think I was going to be able to speak. Do you think that you're nervous because, because you feel like you have to be on? I think it's a little bit of performance type stuff, but I just, it's, it's totally irrational. Like, I didn't think I was going to, like, I opened my mouth not knowing if words were going to come out. It was crazy. And that's only happened to me once. And that's like when I was on web soup in front of a live audience. And that I get because it's a, live audience and i'm not a performer like that so i I don't know man i need therapy or drugs i told you i had a i I went through a whole pitch right while a panic attack was happening and i really thought i was gonna die (laughs) no i don't well you may have told me that i don't remember while i was pitching and like i had to try to be funny and stuff and like i'm like thought i was having a heart attack (laughs) i'm like just keep going all right, let's welcome aboard our guests. Welcome to the SSRLSF. It's our friend, Sevan Najarian. What's up, man? Hey, just took a motorcycle to get here. Yeah, thanks for... Uh, yeah, you parked it quick. <laughs> um, you've been on the show two or three times before? I think this is my fourth time. Okay. Yep. So we've done the WoW scale with you. Do yep. you want to... Should we do Should we do like a truncated version of it? Or should we... Like, how? what should we do? I think I just tell you, right? Like, oh, you just want to tell? Yeah, tell me. Yeah, yeah. So I, I've evolved over the course of my appearances here. Uh-huh. I think I started out or as devolved, a strict depending Wade. on which way you're going. <laughs> <laughs> I started out as a strict Wade. I think now I'm getting a little closer to Willie. Um, not that I'm, uh, not that I'm like believing of everything that Willie does, but um, I think more just I just understand the value of those beliefs, even if. I believe they're wrong. Even Interesting. If, even if I could prove them wrong, yeah. I could believe, I understand the value of the belief. Yeah, yeah. That, that's an interesting point to make that like... Well, what is the value generally? Whimsic, whims, you know, whimsical. Whimsy? Well, yeah, and not, whimsy. not everyone's out to get me? No. I think, okay. I think when it comes to making policy, it's a problem. But when it's, when it's like you just want to entertain yourself, it's not. Yeah, I I must you, you saying all this. I I I always feel like I need to apologize uh especially to Christians. I'm not trying to attack you, you know? It's a weird thing though because uh uh 
I'm trying to attack why you <laughs> like like the organized religion aspect of it. There is there is an aspect of we need to control the masses. We can't have people believing other shit. They gotta pay. I mean, I think the I think the whole thing is like any sort of like large organization is untrustworthy, right? Yeah. Like so, yeah. We talk about Christianity a lot, but. I mean, we also talk shit about the cops, and I know that not all cops are bad. Like, two of my best friends are cops. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. All the, all those things. And it's like, a, you know, I get into a lot of arguments online with people, like, defending the military because they were in it. And I'm like, yeah, listen, mm. nobody should be doing that shit in the world. Here's in, what I will the, say. In, in an idealistic world. Yeah, yeah. You know, my family was military. Uh, people are dumb, though. My, my whole family was military. I was, a, I was like, the first... One, my brother also, but one of the smartest guys I know was in the military. Uh, he, 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 like we started a real estate business together. So I mean, you're not dumb if you join the military, but you are fighting for the wrong reasons. How, yeah. Wait, how do we talk about military when we're talking about belief? Well, I mean, I mean, scale, right? Is that what we're? Is that what the yeah, wild scale is? Yeah, I was is? just getting into the people that I no. generally attack or get in arguments oh, okay. with, and it's like, I listen, I I support our troops. I don't support the people in charge of where we send those troops. Right, right. So that's the thing. Like comparing it with Christianity, it's like the people at the top who ruin it for everybody. I love, I love that. What, what, no matter if whether you're in. Whatever religion you're in, I love that you're looking for an answer. And, and it, even if you're not in one, if you're, if you know, I, I think that this ties in a lot with today's episode. But like, I feel like finding meaning is just what yeah. humans should do. Right. I think it. I think it kind of separates when it becomes an ideology, like when your belief system becomes an ideology, and then you want to force other people to go along with your decision making based on that yeah becomes a problem um but i think um anything that's going to keep me away from nihilism is beneficial for me because if if i'm completely a skeptic um i might as well be nihilist you know what's funny i like being nihilistic though it's very freeing in a way when you can just say like nothing matters it doesn't matter but to me if i was an if i was nihilist i could go dark easy i think me too oh me too i love it that's part of the reasons i love it yeah i mean it's it's a fun place to go just like hell (laughs) is a fun place i'm 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 imagining hell to be like a party compared to heaven if if i maybe but if i really got to that point like i would i would interact with everybody i would if you got to what point to where i didn't believe in anything anymore you would interact with everybody meaning why not fucking tear down everybody in front of me why not walk in and i, I don't know like well it, there's social norms yeah <clears throat> that's a bummer be, we can't have a society full of nihilists there's social norms and those are based on old traditions based on old biblical texts and all that so i think i think there's a matter of there's a certain level of of disbelief that you should have but then there's also like there's traditions and there's like you can't just well, but go also nihilism is an anarchy right it's just when you don't really have a set of beliefs in anything that doesn't mean you have to go around like fucking shit up no no but to me not believing in something is also not believing in the society that's anarchy 
Yeah, but it's also it's also a lack of morality too. Like how mm. how how I mean I I I'm guess I mean if you were morality, but if you were like everything's a spectrum, right? So like yeah, I guess there's nihilists who shoot up schools, right? But then there's nihilists who are just like and eh, whatever, leave right. me alone, passive. Nihilists. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, if I was a nihilist, I'd be pretty aggressive with you'd people. be a school shooter no not a school shooter i would i wouldn't i would probably, would you have been a school shooter when you were in school i would probably individually take you down <laughs> mm, you could try <laughs> i mean i don't i just i don't know i don't want to yeah i don't want to go there i mean for me it's 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 a negative place so what has what can you point to any specifics that your views have changed on um, or is it all just being more open-minded? Well, it's not even just being open-minded because I feel like I've always kind of been open-minded since I've stopped being a Jehovah's Witness. So I've kind of opened up my world quite a bit. Um, and a lot of people that used to be Jehovah's Witnesses that aren't anymore become really superstitious. And that's something I started to do, but then I realized, like, not like I really had to kind of research pretty much everything well why like, is I need that an answer huh? why, why do jehovah's witnesses ex-jehovah's witnesses become superstitious because they don't usually embrace um they don't usually embrace skepticism they're not trained in that way right so, so they end up they're they're really gullible people to to get involved with the cult to begin with so yeah. once they're out they just look they're not look, looking for an alternative the exact opposite alternative they're they find other things to be global about and they always end up in some other religion or or they or they get into conspiracy theories or they get, they get into other things that are like yeah quack doctors and but that's interesting because you were born into it so you don't really lump yourself into that camp of like being gullible or do you well i was gullible for a long time well you I were had, impressionable i think i had to learn no i think you guys didn't really know me back then though like you you guys knew me when i became a nihilist well, I think any, t- but any, anytime you're raised a certain way, that doesn't make you gullible, right? It just makes you believe what your parents are well, saying. The it, you've been, con- I've been conditioned to believe um, an authority figure, um, and leaving that, leaving that situation where you don't believe that authority figure, but then there's other authority figures you still do believe because yeah, they're. Yeah. Pl- because you, you just want to fill that hole that you left behind. That's really weird. I was raised a rebel. Like one of the first things my dad told me, I started this job. And I was like, I don't want to do this job anymore. And he's like, fuck them. Like quit the job. Why should you be loyal? That's so fucking great, dude. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's right. I shouldn't be loyal. They're a corporation. Like fuck them. Yeah. Like my, I still feel guilty uh, anytime I jerk off because there's, the universe is watching. Now it's not only God, it's the I universe. I always kind of wonder if my dead friends are watching me. <laughs> it doesn't stop me. Man, you just get the best porn subscription when you die. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's like the first thing I'm going to do is just watch everyone I know naked. It's going to be awesome. So I think what I'm trying to do is I'm pulling back a little bit um, as far as belief goes because... Um, I feel like it kind of enriches your life if you let it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a certain amount of like ignorance is bliss, but I and there's a certain amount of anxiety that I have because I've 
I'm so skeptical about things. It just kind of ups my anxiety. And the more I just let go and believe things, even if it's not like beneficial to me, the less anxiety I have. That that is crazy. I've never I've never attached my belief to anxiety, but it, that is it is so attached. Yeah, I'm fucking. That's it, weird. It seems like it would be the opposite. Like the more you sort of like get into these rabbit holes where people are going like, "Oh, everyone's against you," I think that would make me more anxious. Well, I think there's a certain liberation with of being freed from a, a, a set of beliefs, right? Um, and and a set of rules, which is what I lived but, under. But I think. I think there's a, I mean, that's why you have to be really careful. I think I'm not just jumping into believing in God or believing in whatever, but I will celebrate birthdays and I will celebrate Christmas and I will, and I will entertain astrology when my girlfriend brings it up, you know, (laughs) those sorts of things. I'm not going to just be the, you know, the, the, uh, party pooper when those things come up. And a lot of times, like somebody mentioned today at work, um, about chiropractor, like she just went to the chiropractor. I was like, and I just had to fight the urge to be like, chiropractors are bullshit they're quacks they're not real doctors and Mm. you shouldn't be going to them and why are you wasting your money and all this stuff and i just and 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 i couldn't help myself but i i just had to ask her questions like do you yeah did you get hurt (laughs) why are you going to a chiropractor she's like no i got regular maintenance once a month and i'm and in my head it's just burning some people are good say some people are are good but like there's Everyone has a story of a chiropractor fucking them up. Yeah. I think it depends. There's like different types of chiropractice. Yeah. When you hear people like cracking your back real hard, I'm like, whoa. Well, if you get in an accident, I think you you, can, you should go to a, a physical therapist, which probably includes chiropractic yeah. care um, from a medical doctor who's trained to do more than just chiropractic. My but dad. there's these chiropractors that do, that's all they do. And they, they say that they could cure certain things which is totally untrue yeah i've got I, i'll let you go wade but real quick i've been to a couple chiropractors that like really felt like they were working with stones you know yeah so my dad had this chiropractor for years and he like i don't know has a bad back like a slip disc whatever he golfs so he's like twisting his spine all the time he had this chiropractor that he swore by and he wanted me to go and I was like, okay. So <laughs> like in high school, I like went to this chiropractor and all he did, and he's a super nice guy. I feel bad for like talking shit, but all he did was like, he had this like device and it yeah. would like clicks. Yeah. It would like yeah. pop. It would like, it's, it was almost like, but it barely touches you, right? Yeah. Like barely touches me and he's like, yeah, so I'm just like aligning like your vertebrae in your spine by like hitting you with this thing. And like I felt like no difference yeah. at all. Also, I didn't have a problem in the first place. Right. I just my dad, I don't know, he gets on these kicks. Um, yeah, I've used I've had that device used on me and uh, it's just like nothing. It's like it's like when the doctor hits your knee for your reflex. That's test. not their main thing. That's uh, I, I've been to plenty of chiropractics and, they, and some of them use those, some of them don't. And usually what they do is they start by doing that. And, yeah. And I was never told that that's something that's actually realigning you. And then they get you in positions and like crack you. I can't remember if he did. I'm sure he probably did. I don't, I don't remember. But uh, I could feel like that, that doing that can like vibrate things back into place sort of, you know. 
he's like flicking you. It's like it's like pinching or flicking you. I yeah. think it's just kind of stimulating you to like get ready for something more intense. But it's kind of like I don't give a shit. Like if my dad thinks that helps him, then it right. probably does, right? It's a placebo kind of thing. Right. It's like when people like go to like yeah, it's like a massage. Or when people use like psychics as like therapy. Like if it helps you, that's fine. Like Yeah. I don't have to believe it. And in I think it. that's where I'm coming from is like I, I I'm less and less talking shit and and more and more just like not not fighting with people to try to change their mind that that something doesn't work because it really right. is all about personal experience and yeah. me personally I don't have that experience so for me I wish I had have that experience it's just I feel like I've opened those doors of perception too far to where those things just don't work on me like mm-hmm. I've always been told that you can't be hypnotized unless you believe you can be hypnotized. Sure. And and it's like I feel like most of those things that I know about just don't work on me because of that because I'm just not willing to yeah, suspend my disbelief and I think I'm I'm losing out. I'm missing out on a lot of things. I don't think I'm missing out on chiropractic care, but I think I'm missing out on certain other things and I and I don't want to miss out on those things. Cuz even if it's something that isn't real, it's like the experience of right it is interesting i mean like people have been hypnotized and they just never smoke again and that's crazy i know Uh, yeah what the fuck i'm too guarded to be hypnotized i don't want there to be like a walking version of me that doesn't like remember it if I'm, gonna, and I'm mostly talking about the show guys well, who happened. like turn you into chickens. Yeah, uh, yeah. But that already happens to you every day. That happens to everybody. We all don't. We all misremember or don't remember things that happen. Yeah, on but purpose I, but because at least, our brain just can't fill up with that kind of right. But I'm but I'm responsible for my actions and right. the things that I say. You know, that's why I don't do like hallucinogens because mm. I'm like paranoid that it's gonna like make me act in a way that I would regret later. What about getting drunk though? Isn't, can't you just act that way very rarely yeah but i'm really good at drinking you got a handle on it (laughs) (laughs) my body is used to it so yeah i think i think i just keep an open mind even when when it's something i already know it's like this is bullshit i don't automatically just say say it out loud or become a stick in the mud because of it yeah you know there should be more people who are and like you know, that's why we do this podcast, right? Because it's like just discussing something. It's not like having an argument or anything. Yeah, like that. I think that's the thing is that like I've spent most of my life getting into arguments with people that I just wanted to have a discussion with, and I'm like, I the last thing I want to do is change your beliefs because they're not mine. Right. If I want to change your beliefs, it's because I just want you to see more. But that's not even the thing. I don't. I don't know. When you meet someone who is closed-minded, it's it's almost like you 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 can't fix them, and and not even that you should feel higher that you need to fix them or anything. But it's just like someone who's so closed-minded that will never like they're voting they're voting in the same elections as you, and it's weird. Well, right. the opposite is true. Also, I mean, I I think like the people you get in arguments with are trying to fix you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. like you bring something up, and they're like, "No, that's not right. You can't believe that." Yeah. Have um, you guys heard of spiral dynamics? No. Spiral dynamics is a way of thinking about how people a difference of how people believe and how people see the world, mm-hmm. and there's and it's categorized by colors, and a lot of it's like. 
um, there's a certain group of people, I think they're the Reds, that are um, like think all about the power um, to get things done in the world. And then there's Greens where they're like more um, conscious of like everybody around them and like think believe that everybody should be equal. And then there's ev- there's higher conscious levels even above that where a lot of this stuff just doesn't even matter. And a lot of times when I get in an argument with somebody, I, I try to think of them as like, okay, they're probably at this level and they just don't understand what I'm trying to say. Mm. So there's really no point in talking to them about it because yeah. all they believe is power. Uh-huh. You know, all they believe is, th- and they're in power and, um, and they're just grasping at this power. And when I talk to somebody that's a green, all they believe is equality and like super far left liberalism. And it's like, they just don't understand what I'm trying to talk about. And like a lot of times I talk in, um, uh, uh, devil's advocate mode and, and to people in certain levels, they just don't understand that. They think, they think you believe what you're saying, you know? And it's like, no, this is just a different level of speaking. And it's like, it's really hard to talk to people. That's why I just quit Facebook because it's funny. Cause I've been in so many arguments on Facebook. I'm like, I'm not arguing with you. Yeah. But you're not listening, so what is this? There's no point, though. Like, there's there really is no point, and, it's, and it gets my blood boiling because people just don't understand, and they're misrepresenting what I'm saying, and it's like, at a certain point, you just got to believe that they're just not at the level at which you're having a discussion, and you just have to let it go because you're not going to teach anybody anything. Yeah. Ever. I mean, you just nailed... Fa- All Facebook is is, like, people just yelling back and forth at each other when it when it, when it when it is like an argument like that and then just like going to separate news sources and like finding anything that here's like, something yeah here's something that, that leads to their point yeah. and it's just like this is what about just this? ridiculous <clears throat> oh yeah but what about this yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i i sit back and watch so many of those and i know it's weird because i'm like what I don't know why everyone feels like they need to win. That is the that is a, a parallel to you're driving and you pass someone like what well, fuck well, I don't know and then they fucking need to go faster than you. Yeah. You know, it's just like yeah. everyone's in this race that nobody signed up for on yeah. all levels. It's funny because like you see, stu- I saw a study once where it's like if you're in traffic, the best thing you could do is just let everybody in. Yeah. Like always, it right. might be inconvenient for you. And the person behind you, but it's in general, it's beneficial for the entire traffic. Yeah, like and if eases. everybody acted that way, there'd be no traffic. Because the whole thing is is the wave of like accelerating and braking. Right. Every time you brake, it causes like three cars behind you to brake, and then that like builds and builds and builds. So the further back you go, like the more people are slowing down. So if you just if you just give a bunch of space and just cruise, like that eases everyone behind you. There's a video. The whole system. Yeah. That's why I can't wait for AI and oh uh, man, and driverless cars. I know, dude. You know, be funny. You know, it'd be funny. Is uh, uh, I mean, like seriously, if if every car was AI, there's no way traffic will ever compare. Mm -hmm. It might still be bad. It still might back up. There's a lot of people. There's too many people on these small roads. I mean, kind. It's just insane in LA. It takes an hour to go five miles. Yeah. crazy and most of it and the most of the time you're not even coming close to the speed limit and the speed limit's low yeah it's just gridlock the whole way i'm so used to it i don't even remember anymore 
Unless, because like, I work from home, so I don't have to like drive to work during rush hour or anything. I'm telling so. you, podcasts are like if you want to, if you feel like you're not being zen when you're driving, just start listening to podcasts, yeah. and then you're like, oh, this is so much better. Yeah, I'm invested in this rather than like getting yeah. there. Yeah, music just stop. I still listen to music, and I have to find those songs. That that that's the whole thing is the song that keeps me out of it. Out of you know, it's like wow, the song's so good. I fucking I don't care. You guys never had an AI episode? Uh, not. I mean, I mean we've, we've done had, almost two hundred. We might have. You haven't talked about AI. No, no, we've 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 talked just briefly, we've not talked, like a full episode. No, we've done a few episodes on AI, oh, okay. but just specific things. Shit. You know how we talked about drinking? I don't remember most of the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very present during them, and then I immediately flush them from my you brain. Mean you guys don't listen to them we, after. <laughs> I think we did an episode recently where. I don't know if we. I don't know if we actually. See, I have so many topics written down. I don't know if we did it, but do you remember uh, AI being able to go back in time to to take over? No, from the future. I don't I, think we, we probably didn't do that. Well. Time. Anyways, the, one one of the next episodes we're going to do is yeah. Whenever AI bots talk together, they fucking they get crazy and talk oh, about. Yeah. It. Yeah. Well, let's talk about getting racist, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, because they're pulling from. They're pulling from us, yeah. Yeah. But that's kind of the point of AI is they they support our values to a certain point. (sighs) Or they start off at least with our values. That's going to be weird if we have racist robots. I know, because can you explain to a robot that they're wrong? They would just have to learn it. Yeah, they would learn it, right? It's like they're constantly learning, and that's why they would eventually. Well, they might be the ultimate nihilists, so. Which I'm, I'm on board with until they start killing us. But they, at least the killing won't be uh, from a nefarious place. I guess. I mean, <laughs> tell that to the guy who's getting killed. <laughs> like, no, this is better for you. That's a whole other topic. So, better. what are we talking about today? Uh, okay, we now Sevan. Let's hold on real quick. Let's go through all the episodes you talked about. For we did uh, uh, growing up. Uh, yeah, we did the, what is it called, Belief or something like that? Yeah, yeah. And then we did um, Atlantis, uh-huh. and then we did the um, the uh, the shooting, uh, uh, the Vegas shooting. And 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 Wade, when it, we're talking about Atlantis today, uh, today we are talking about Atlantis, the sequel. Yeah, this is this is really a follow up because because I don't know. There's a few new things out there, and I I feel like Atlantis has been found. But Wade, what is your relationship with Atlantis? What does it mean to you? What do you think it is? You don't need to define the whole thing. I'm just like, do you have a relationship with it? Because uh, I I I know it's very leading, but personal relationship. But to me, it's like proving Atlantis existed will is what will save the future. That's what you think. That's your well, relationship well, I, with it. It's my relationship with it because uh, we we could never accept that a civilization before us was more intelligent, and intelligent doesn't go up and down. So you're already over my head because <laughs> I never thought that Atlantis was more sophisticated than we were. I've never thought that they were like an advanced civilization. I thought it was just like, I mean, advanced for their time, but like I'm dumb. And I don't know anything about history either. So, like, I just thought, like, Atlantis was, like, part of, like, is it called Pangea? When everything was... That's what it's called, yeah. But I don't think... I think it existed. It supposedly existed after Pangea. Yeah. So, but, so, like, me, I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's just some civilization that got lost when all the continents started, like, 
separating. Well, continents separate like an inch a year or, so, or like a centimeter a year. But it's like it's all just sort of that. It's that, like, that history is all blanked, get blocked together. Like, well, they're sure there were dinosaurs. Sure, Pangaea happened. Sure, there's smart society. Yeah, it's just kind of like whatever to me. I, I don't. I've never thought of it as like. I thought it was like a national treasure movie. Like, oh, there it is <laughs> yeah, yeah. at the bottom of the ocean. Like, cool. It's like a treasure hunter kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. And, and you know, my view, I'm definitely not saying that every glorified version of it is real where, you know, special powers and stuff, you know, because it, it, it exists in mythology so hard that there are many different versions. Well, so then what version do you believe in? Because there's human kind of, I mean, if you think about how evolution, if you, if you consider evolution to be truthful... Which you probably don't. I think we uh, had that discussion before. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Okay, I well, don't follow. I don't subscribe to human evolution. Okay, cons- let's consider human evolution for a second, because humans have only really diverted from our ancestors four hundred thousand years ago. Uh huh. So are you saying that Atlantis is before that? No, no, no. I, it's I, within our human evolution. Our- my guess is about twelve thousand years ago. Oh, okay, so so. Which so which we don't okay. so right now. History says that there was there was really no uh, intelligent civilizations. Around it's a that prehistory. Time. Yeah, yeah. You still believe? Okay, so that's that's the general consensus is that Atlantis existed or was destroyed almost twelve thousand years ago. That is the consensus. I I, I wasn't. That's about word word. That's about what I've read that the cool, consensus cool. was. What did we say in the first episode? <clears throat> Were we? Well, the, in the first one, we were basically just talking about if it existed or not. So we kind of went through. We talked about the harnessing of crystal energy or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, was, and the Akashic records. Yeah, that because you guys always bring up. that was the, that was a hard thing because um, there were a lot of accounts of Atlantis from Edgar Casey, and I I buy him as credible. So it's like and that was like the Bimini Road. Yeah, um, discussion as well. Yeah, and I wanted to know when this thing was found. I mean, when was Bimini Road <clears throat> discovered? Was it in the seventies? Edgar, Edgar, oh, it was the sixties. Yeah, it was the sixties. It was like nineteen sixty, I think. Because this thing was, was found 80s, in sixty four. Right? Oh, okay, that was found because what we're talking about now is what's it called? The so so. Here's the thing. I there are a couple things to watch out there if you'd like to get into it. One of them is only on Gaia. It's called Visiting Atlantis. It's a documentary about. Uh, uh, hey, we might have found Atlantis here, actually. And there's this this guy on YouTube, I really like him a lot, Bright Insight. He covers a lot of, you know, he gets to put his, his pieces together, but I, I like the way he puts his shit together, and I think that he's smart. Uh, he does a, a three-part tour about this, was Atlantis found, basically. There's this thing in Egypt that... Not Egypt. It's in Africa. I'm sorry. Fuck. Yeah, I'm already fucking... It's Mauritania. There's this thing in Africa that they found when the Gemini missions were uh, going in orbit around Earth that looks like... They call it the Eye of Africa. It's this weird... It's this structure that they noticed from space. They didn't see it. Didn't even know about it until then. 64, I think. And um, um, so we should... I guess we should... What is it? Is it a structure or is it like plants? It's well, called the Ricot structure. The Ricot so structure. It's basically just uh, it's a, a round concentric rings of mountains or you know runoff or circles whatever. of land. Circles of land or or whatever. Yeah, it's like forty kilometers wide. 
So when here the, the thing about this thing is um, so let's go quickly. I'll try to go quickly. For over. searching for it, it's R I C H A T structure. Um, let's just go through real quick the history of Atlantis, where it came from. Um, all of our accounts basically come from Plato. Plato had two things that he wrote that talked about Atlantis at length, and he got all of his information from someone, an ancestor of his from six generations earlier, uh, Solon. Solon. Yeah. I I always fuck up his name. So long. See you later. (laughs) Uh, This this was an intelligent guy from, you know, six generations earlier. He, people, some people credit him with coming up with democracy. He was a leader. He was, uh, whatever, you can look him up. He's Egyptian, right? No, no. No, he was. He was, was he Greek? Probably, yeah. It sounds he, like a Greek name. He went to Egypt and went to this uh, temple. Temple that I forget the name of it. it. Doesn't exist anymore because it was it, but it did back then. And um, um, he had somebody, some leaders from Egypt, explain to him these hieroglyphs, and they the hieroglyphs were translated. The hieroglyphs. He translated so, yeah. Tra- hieroglyphs. Yeah, talking about what Atlantis was and everything about Atlantis. Which was which was what the Egyptians considered their ancestors. Yeah, and that, like like Egypt was a colony of Atlantis. Of Atlantis. Yeah. I think that's the general um, idea. That's that's still within their belief system that they. I I I come want from Atlantis. I want to agree with you, but it's so weird because Atlantis, well, especially in in our everything that we look up, it's all definitely labeled as legend as myth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, Pseudo history or whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. It's weird because yeah, because those because the temple doesn't exist anymore. It's under. It's it's like the temple suck sunk. It's it under was, the delta now. Yeah, and so it, it could be. It could, it could be found. Be, but it's you know if if it's underwater, it's probably eroded. Yeah. All that shit away. So um um, anyways. Solomon wrote all this stuff down, and 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 so all of the accounts they're they're weirdly specific yes. about about Atlantis, and so and then he talked to Plato, and Plato wrote it down. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, I mean, I mean, Solomon, Solon, Solon, Solomon. That's why I just get fucked up. That's why it's Solomon. Yeah. Solon had the. Though everything that he wrote down was saved in their family, and so Plato found it, read it, and he brought it all out. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so that's the origins of the Atlantis story. That's really the only info. And so that's this in our history book. This structure. Did you look it up? Did you look at it? Mm-hmm. This structure. You know, they they haven't determined. They can't scientifically agree how it was made, uh-huh. but the popular idea is that. Uh, you know, back around Pangaea, uh, there was some molten rock coming to the surface. It didn't come to the surface properly. It was it like a big bubble, or bubbled something. up, and then later on, that thing collapsed, know, created a volcano that blew open, and 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 then it all collapsed. But the outer layer existed, and then that happened a few more times. Kinda yeah, it's like, it's it's a pretty typical um, geologic thing where where. Um, uh, volcano or some kind of volcanic um, activity will push 
a lot of um, material to the surface as a bubble and not necessarily erupt. Like a zit and then, uh, yeah. under the dermal layer. And then, so it kind of creates a spherical bulge. And then when it, when it, when it collapses, it's called a caldera. And um, it collapsed. I believe it. There's. They're thinking that it collapsed in two different sections, and that's why it created rings. Like, an outer section collapsed first, and then an inner section, and that's why it created a a, a, a couple of rings. So most. I I I, I want to say explanation. Mo- you, yeah, you, yeah. Th- you think that's a geological explanation. You think that Atlanteans carve that out of the earth no no that's what i was going to say i feel like the accepted thing the thing the problem is is that most people when they hear about atlantis and they hear about the technological advances and every drawing that i've ever seen of atlantis has it all Mm man-made and and i i think that that's why a lot of people wouldn't even consider this site because it looks and i'm like i'm i'm under the idea that oh well um this was created uh, geologically, and then they took advantage of it and made it and made a city right, there. Right. And then maybe they built onto it. So let's actually get back to the description because it, Plato actually lists pretty specific descriptions of how, what Atlantis looked like. Yeah, and it was what three different rings of of uh, water. Um, they're like little moats. He said that, that there separated were the land mass. Three rings of water and two rings of land. Okay, um, in the center. Uh, was it like a a spring? Like a in the center, there were two spring. Okay, so hold on. This a whole hot spring and a cold spring. Oh yeah, yeah. That every spring outside of the of the center had salt water, and there were two springs in the center that, that had fresh. fresh water. One was cold, one was hot. Um. So the rings of water were full of seawater. Well, here's and it opened up. To the sea. Yeah. Here, here's my thing. Should I should I go parallel with with as we list these things how they relate to the ricot structure? I think so. Or should but we I go think back? In I think we're going to repeat ourselves. If, what if we just speak generally about it? Because basically, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I think people can kind of look up the full description because I don't I don't think we necessarily need to go through it. But for the in general, the shape and the size of this eye of Africa. Is there a pretty compelling description of what uh, Plato was trying to describe or what Solon was describing or yeah. from what he heard from the Egyptians? Yeah, Solon, uh, Plato, same thing, the same description. Just saying. So, so, the, so the leftover of that in this eye of Africa looks exactly like what you would see of artist rendition of Yeah. Of of Atlantis to be, and most most people when when they have been looking for Atlantis, you have to go through the Strait of Gibraltar. That's just always been the starting point. Well, that's because they say it's like east of the Pillars of Hercules, which yeah. is literally the the Strait of Gibraltar. So they always start out there, and they look all over the Atlantic Ocean. They look everywhere, but but the one one of the things that hasn't really been done is we don't know. First off, we haven't really decided when Atlantis was around. And then on top of that, we haven't decided what the water and land looked like back then. Well, not that we haven't decided it, but it's just like the Egyptian talking to Solon said 9000 years ago, our ancestors were destroyed. Yeah. And And that's to us, that's 12,000 years years. or 11,600 or something like that. So if any indication we know, it's that at least. 
but but they were an advanced society, so they've been around for a lot longer. And 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 on top of that, I, regular academia does not accept civilizations around that time being advanced at all. Right. Um, What's the definition of advanced for that time? There's different levels, right? Right, like the isn't there like a we're like a zero language, right now or something? Language is is definitely it's being able to harness the world around you in certain different ways. So, do you can you harness the world around you to be like farming? And I think that's what that's the level of of advanced they were. Was they were farmers and farmers didn't really exist back then. Okay. Um. They were all hunter-gatherers back then. So they're not better than us. We're better than that. Well, Willie might have something to say about that. Wow. <laughs> um, well, what's weird is that, like... But we're better than them. <laughs> We've got couches. Do they have couches? I, I The Stone thing is, is I don't... They, he doesn't talk much about... He does talk that they, they had things like... They had cows and elephants and shit that they... In the center that was the, was the king and queen of the area. Of, 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 so hold on real quick... Um, well, that's already less advanced. Atlantis was... <laughs> Monarchy. The, when, when we talk about Atlantis, we're talking about the capital city. Atlantis was actually ten different kingdoms. And the story in it is Poseidon, the god Poseidon, had five sets of twins. Male, all male. And so those twins all ruled one of the different kingdoms. So there are ten kingdoms in Atlantis. The capital city is what Plato is describing, mm-hmm. and and so lo, like like Spain, the original name of Spain was named after one of the Poseidon kids, one of the one of the original mm-hmm. like that. The name comes from that, um, which is which is interesting to me because um, you know ancient history of ancient history is gone, and so it seems like ancient history of ancient history is just myth. Yeah. I, I feel like the norm is everything they came up with was, was myth. Well, and so it's yeah. what's cool about that though, is that there's a couple specific situations where myth became reality. And, and, and I, I hope that that makes people question a lot of things, but you know, in, in Homer's book, um, the Iliad, Troy was not a real place. Mm-hmm. It was a myth. It was all fake. And then they found Troy. And so what else in that story was real? It's nuts because they're definitely, you know, like was, I don't know. Did they find Troy? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that. And then so also there was this other place, uh, uh, you know, Angor and Cam- Cambodia. That There was all these myths of these, uh, these giant structures in the middle of the jungle. And, you know, they didn't believe it. It was always myth. And then they, and then they found it. If you, if you look up that temple, those, that, that temple is crazy. Uh, and anyway, I mean, I can't tell you how crazy it is, but in, in both situations, it was like, it was history. It became legend. And then it, and then it became myth in such a way that no one could even believe it. So, so let me just give this, what I think happened with, uh, Atlantis. I don't know how advanced they were. We'll get into it, but I think that they were an advanced society that it didn't matter that they disappeared so fast, but they disappeared so long ago. That they're really, we even looking for it, we may not find the remnants of them, you know, because 
what what ex- what exists the longest on the earth like uh, in in let's say in let's say in a thousand let's say our society ended now what's going to be left over in a hundred years a lot of things are going to be gone just from regular weathering probably but in a thousand years most things are going to be gone right if you look at like 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 the titanic how long has the titanic been in the ocean it's like half i i don't know if it's half but it's like half dissolved right right and it right. just won't be there anymore like the metals well go. eventually i think even but james cameron's titanic will always exist <laughs> if we shoot it out into space as a digital form uh i think when you when 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 you kind of consider um plate tectonics how plates in the where they meet sometimes they kind of curl into themselves yeah so eventually i think as the end of one side kind of curls into itself, it's already recycled into the magma of the earth. So I think where we're sitting now might end up at the edge of a tectonic plate where we'll end up curling into it. Yeah. And all of our artifacts will just get burnt up. Because like not even, you know, there's no, at this point, all your bones. James Cameron's Titanic. (laughs) All the bones melt too. So there's no, like, it's crazy that we have, you know, uh, but what are the bones called when they're <laughs> petrified? What's it called? <laughs> Which ones? I'll like the you, volcano? No, what's it called? Just, I'm just saying, like when you find old uh... fossils. Fossils. <laughs> Thank you. I couldn't think of fossils. I couldn't oh, either. That's why I was. I'm ar- to let you I'm already, I thought I'm, you were being more specific than no, that. No, I'm. I'm just a little high. Um, fossils aren't actually bones. They're no, just, no, no. They've been replaced. But I'm minerals. saying, like at some point, those yeah. are going to melt into the magma, right. also. Exactly. No matter how old they are. So again, nothing's really permanent. So I, I, I get I, I understand and I believe what you're saying is that a society old enough on this earth geographically will be destroyed and recycled. Cause, and cause there won't be any records. So the, it's possible that a complete society like us at this advancement destroyed themselves like hundred thousand years ago evolved on earth and destroyed themselves and we just don't have any record and there's just no way to find because like out. what would happen if let's say let's say let's say two thousand years after today let's say apocalypse happens tomorrow we're all fending for ourselves no more technology two thousand years go by and are they gonna believe that we went to the moon well there's hopefully the voyager still exists at that Right at that time. Well, no, no, but like if society, if the apocalypse happened tomorrow, and all technology didn't work anymore, right? But there's artifacts and floating around in space that shows that we existed. But but like, how would we? How would a future generation find that if they lost technology? Oh, if they lost, I thought I thought you meant like aliens finding us. No, no. To me, the apocalypse meaning let's let's say that a sun flare happens and. Half the Earth burns, and then the other half loses all their elect- electricity. So we're back to hunter gatherer, and we can't. Yeah, we can't make electricity work anymore. Well, eventually, I mean, yeah, but so, but there's still books, right? But but are but you who, thinking Time Machine, like the movie Time Machine? Well, I mean, like like all let, the books just disintegrate in your hand. Let's just say, let's just say that technology goes away. And we have to turn into farmers. Like, sure, some people will keep some books, but then at some point... They'll just disintegrate. Yeah. And and the digital records will just be EMP'd all the way. Yeah. Or, well, they'll never be able to read them again. Yeah. Somehow. I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's that- possible. I think it's possible. That's why I don't really... I, that's why I don't really worry about my own existence as much. 
Well, that's what's weird too. Is that like, like, what, like, do you wait, do you guys care about uh, your legacy? I used to. <laughs> no, not really. I used to. I think. I think just because I'm in the entertainment industry, and that's kind of a sentiment that a lot of people have in the entertainment industry is like, let my art, you know, yeah. be my legacy. I, I I do on a small scale. Like how? Like who's gonna look up that one episode of Sarah Silverman that I was in? like a thousand years from now and be like, Oh yeah, that guy existed. You know, like I yeah. see old movies and I see random actors and I'm like, who the fuck is that guy? And he's probably super famous back then yeah. for his time. And it's like, all that doesn't really matter. That's like, I was in the mausoleum at the, at the fucking, uh, the Hollywood forever or whatever. And the, the guy that play, I think his name was Larry Tate on the show. Uh, I dream a genie, uh, his boss. Uh-huh. <laughs> the major what's his name? Yeah, he was like yeah, in the military, yeah. right? So like one of his bosses like was in the ma- mausoleum and there's just a picture of him from the TV show I Dream of Genie and it was like I recognize it, but I don't know. Well, that's I- why it's hilarious that uh influencers think they're big shit. It's like you're not going to be remembered in 10 years. Not even maybe in a couple. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just so funny that they like, like, think they're such hot shit. What was the when Vine went away? I mean, sure, a couple people survived after that, but yeah, all that shit's gone. But know. so, what's the point of any of this? Like that that there is no proof of Atlantis. Well, I, I mean, because it seems well, like you're saying that this eye of Africa is Atlantis, but but then you're also making the point that like everything's going to get wiped out. Well, so. it, it's it's the idea that. If Atlantis, if this is Atlantis, which I, I mean, after everything I've seen, I'm like more on the belief. I believe that it's Atlantis, mm-hmm. and, and and it doesn't bother you that it's been twelve thousand years. It bother it bothers me that uh, just like erosion alone. Well, 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 there's well signs so of that, like, actually, there's in this documentary uh, visiting Atlantis. Like okay, so so like uh, Plato says that there were. Lots of elephants out there, right? These, <laughs> these people, as they're visiting, they see like they found some elephant teeth in the sand. Uh huh. And it's like this is like in the middle, the west side of the Sahara. And that's real. Like people actually found elephant yeah, teeth. Like this I don't in know the how documentary, these people are. But no, no. But the in the documentary, documentary they show only, you. you can only watch that documentary on a really questionable informational site. Yeah, it's not like it's on a National Geographic or anything. Yeah, but I don't feel like anything outside of it's the like norm a husband would and wife make... team, right? Yeah, but it's the I, same thing with the Bimini they, Road people. But they they could were like never... just this husband and wife that were obsessed, and they went to the. the they ocean. could never get on National Geographic, though. They never could, even if everything they, sh... because it's outside of what is the norm right now. So these two random people that aren't geologists go out to the site and find elephant teeth. I don't. I don't know what their titles are, but they're following uh, uh, the descriptions. Yeah, I mean. Okay, so that aside, I I believe that there might have been some. I, no, no, I saw, no. I, I, saw I mean, here's of, the thing: you're finding that, but I'm like, there are old cave drawings of elephants there, right, right, and they're right, definitely right. elephant skeletons yes. and stuff. I don't know. So it's like cave drawings of elephants. Okay. In 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 an area, I thought where there the, were also cows. In the description of Atlantis, like there were cow worshippers. Uh, I don't. I don't. Uh, that sounds right. Okay, so let's go through some of those well, specifics have like elephants that. in Africa. I mean, that's yeah. no, but in this area, sure. this area of the desert, this is a desert. There's nothing. Now. There's nothing out there. Well, but it 
like if you look at the pictures of Atlantis, it was it was lush. Yeah, it was like water and stuff. But I don't feel like like it. You think in twelve thousand years the I don't feel like it's accepted that there was a civilization there while it was lush. No, it wasn't. It's not accepted at all. No. Yeah. No, it's not. But I think it's plausible. Like you look at satellite pictures of that area and you see like a mud flow. Yeah, it's crazy. Covering everything. It looks like it looks like you know if you're at the beach and the the water just comes back it's like the whole side of you see the mountains at the top and all these rivers are coming down it and like or ancient riverbeds yeah. like there, it used to look like it was lush like it wasn't a desert so i think so it's you're possible. kind of in on this like I, you this is actually the most compelling evidence i've ever seen and i could break a couple holes in it later but i think this is um this is the most compelling evidence of what what where or it it matches a big list of descriptions of of, right. of what Atlantis could have looked like, um, including the scale, um, the amount of rings and all that stuff. So yeah, so and, like and this just, thing, whether just, you think it's man made or not, it's uh, you know it's well, you know, like I, I know you're caught up on like Atlantis is supposed to have been man made. No, 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 I'm not. Oh, okay. I, I think most people are. That's why I keep bringing that up because I'm like, but I don't just, think it needs to be man-made. They probably just built walls around the existing geological structure yeah. to make it as if it was man-made. Okay, so here's one of my main problems with this theory is, um, first of all, we couldn't, we didn't know it existed until we went into space to see it from above, right? So yeah. nobody on the location saw it as a a bunch of concentric rings. Yeah, you can't so, tell on the ground level that it even It is just a looks like hills, right? So yeah. so how in the ancient world do you know that it's a, a, a site of concentric rings when you're on when you don't have space travel and you don't have the ability to unless you're saying they they do like that. If, you're, See, if you're Plato, you mean? If you're uh, Plato Saul, or, the, or, yeah, or whoever existed back or the then. The Egyptians who had it written in their hieroglyphs, how did they know? How did they know that there was, that without was, being up in space or up in, in, in an aerial view of this location, see, how did I, they know it was but a I think concentric rings? I th- when, to me, that the, they knew how to fly. Right. <laughs> I figured you were going to say that. Um, Why wouldn't you just walk around it? How big is it? It's 40 kilometers. But you're riding well, on an elephant. That's another hole I'm going to... Yeah. So that would take you half a day? Yeah. Uh, to get around it and be like, oh, I'm in the same place. This is this is a circle. It's basically like a fort. <laughs> well, also the people who live there know it's a circle. But yeah, yeah. The I mean, the planners would for sure. Yeah, and the, if you're in the water, yeah, would. You, you'll, you'll you would know. You'll planners, go around. They, you'll they go built around. it into a circle. They know. Well, was- no, I mean, like if you built the city, you'd be like, oh, the, you know, the water's here. It's like, oh, this goes around because we we traveled it. Yeah, we've traveled it, so it's okay. You would know, and then it just did. It gets described to because there's no water. It's harder to see that it was a circular. You're not traveling around a pile of rocks. Yeah, you're going. Yeah, you're following the water. Right. So you can follow it all the way around. Okay. Um, uh, how big was it? Okay, that's another thing that I want to poke a hole in. So, the historical record or the the mythological record says it's twenty four, twenty three and a half, twenty three and a half kilometers wide. Okay. Oh, so this is where they ran the first marathon. <laughs> is that how long a marathon is? No, I think it's 24 miles, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, Plato and Solomon, they wrote it's... it in a measurement called stadia. So converted to kilometers, it's, yeah. it's 24. 
23 and a half, right? 24 uh-huh. and a half. So, okay, so this is where I have a problem with this video because this guy went on to Google Math Maps or Earth or whatever and basically measured 24 kilometers and said, yep, there it is. It's exactly 24 kilometers. It's actually 40 kilometers because there's a whole outer ring mm-hmm. that makes it even larger. Well, I mean, I mean, here's the thing. is, And the is, outer ring is not water? No, it's like... It's like each ring is separated by like a ring of mountains, basically. Yeah. But but he, I mean, here's the thing: is, this is him, this is him, uh, go, in the documentary that he watched the visiting Atlantis. I've got wine and vodka and whiskey, also. Damn, all together. If you want to mix them up, it'd be weird. They when they're there, they 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 do a better job of measuring it. In the documentary, yeah, yeah, and okay. so, so all of his stuff comes from watching this documentary, right. and then so this was him trying to support it, being like, "Well, I try to measure it too." And well, it, I mean, Wikipedia so, says it's forty kilometers, so it's twice as big as what they're saying. saying. Uh, well, hey, are we talking radius? Or are we talking diameter? Di- diameter? No diameter. Right. I, well, I think circumference. That, I think that the. I think what it is is lots of ways the, to measure. The, a they're counting the structure, the outside. They're counting the destroyed structure. So who knows where within that the city lied? Because honestly, there, there is three rings that amount to twenty three and a half kilometers. There's just a fourth ring that's nobody's mentions in this. Documentary. Well, well, uh, okay. So in in like like that's the thing is he sums everything up in this documentary. They're like, oh, the outer wall. The very outer wall uh-huh. was built up too. Oh, okay, so then that's that's not consistent with the ancient description. Then, if they that's a fourth ring. If they don't count, but like that's even further out. <clears throat> yeah, but it's like. Uh, I mean, to me, this is semantics of the, of us interpreting of because, like, even him doing it, he was doing it to support what they said. But like, I. But I think what they're saying, uh, I, this is the problem with confirmation bias, is they already had the number 23 and a, or 24 and a half kilometers, right? Yeah. So then they found this site, measured a portion of it at 23 and a quarter, uh, half, and it and it kind of works out. Well, but the, to me, it's like it's and like they just they the, just forget the rest of it. The outer. I, I agree with you with like making things fit. But let's let's say because you always picture Atlantis as being an island. Right. Yeah. And so. If you built a wall around the outer moat of a castle, you'd still count the castle as as the you wouldn't as the main. Part some, of some people would count the moat as as I'm just saying. Like to me, that's the parallel of like, well, Atlantis was twenty three and a half kilometers. If you count the outer moat, yeah, that was forty. That's how I justify it, and I could be you know okay. this is me. I justify everything to fit my all my beliefs, but it's like it almost it, it could be construed as like they just didn't use that outer ring. Yeah. That was just landmass they didn't use. Well, that's that's how that's how I thought it was described. That's something I read where it was there was a wall on the outside of the water, just so that. At any rate, twenty four and a half kilometers fits those three rings of yeah the description, which is that's why I still think it's compelling. So here, here's some other weird things about this area. So the highest, uh, this, I thought this was crazy. Uh, the place in the world that has the mo- the highest rate of twins oh, yeah. is Nigeria, which is really close to there. They have the whole area has just way too many twins, <laughs> and so it's weird that it supports the story of Poseidon, whether you believe he was a five god or a man or whatever, had five sets of twins. Well, 
that's obviously hyperbolic. Nobody's going to have five sets of twins from one person. Unless he just had a hundred children and he picked out the sets of twins to be the rulers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that, that's that interesting. That's yeah. interesting. <laughs> it wasn't all the same mom. But obviously like, Poseidon is not real. I... Uh, okay. No, 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 Poseidon, the god, yeah, there were, I mean, gods to me, yeah. Like, we touched on this earlier, Greek mythology, very based on, like, the planets being gods, right? Or, like, the god of the sea, the god of the sun, the god of war, like, all that stuff, that's, like, mythology, that's, like, religion, and then you've got, like, Homer... Who's just like maybe doing like a factual account of things, and people are like, "Oh, that's a myth. That's a myth too." I guess my point is, it's like it's interesting to me, like what becomes like a religion and what becomes a, 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 a narrative, yeah, like a, a a fiction. When like maybe Homer's accounts of it were more factual than like any of the Greek mythologies. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. That's an interesting thing because it's like. You can't ever prove it, and then when you start to find things, it's like, does does this make this true? I mean, the answer is no, but it makes it more plausible. And so, like to me, could there have been a leader back then named Poseidon? And that because this is twelve thousand years ago, the Greeks were probably uh, uh, five thousand years, four thousand years ago. Yeah. So, like, would their names have been influenced by previous? Right, rulers are most definitely myths of previous. Yeah, I yeah. think that the problem comes from like history. So we didn't really become historians until Plato, and before that, we didn't know how to write down history. We just told stories, and yeah. in those stories, they were mythological and hyperbolic, hyperbolized, and and we humans back then just didn't didn't get things correct in a way where it's not necessarily a religion. It's just how we told our story. Yeah, it's uh, the best example is the story of Jesus was written like one to 200 years after Jesus. And so it's, it's weird how 66 years to be exact. Oh, okay, good. Thanks. <laughs> it's just years. weird to me that like, so the Bible people, I, it's weird to me that the Bible is what the Bible is. And then like the Iliad is, Oh, this is fiction. And it's like, why? Why the distinction? Because, uh, yeah, because they both have miracles and shit, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, it's they all... They have superhumans. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's all... I think Jesus is less of a superhuman than the, the Iliad. Well, I definitely know I definitely know the Odyssey more than the Iliad, but, like, yeah, there's, like, magical creatures in both of them, right? Yeah. I mean, what's crazy is... The Bible's got, I, I want to do an episode on this, but it's going to take a lot of research, but the Bible's got different entities written into them, right? You got, you got God, you got angels, you got cherubs, you got... Uh, you got the creator gods, yeah, a whole other group like of people. There's, and, and, and there's a few other ones, and it's like, what, what are all these entities that like everyone is just like not accepting as... I don't know. I think it's propaganda, right? I think there was a group of people who said, "Like this is real. We're going to believe this. We're going to we're going to grab power through." But this. I don't think that's how it started. Again, I think it's I, yeah. I don't think it's how it started. I think it's more of just like trying to tell our story, trying to tell the origins of us, and not knowing how to be a historian no. to our standards. No, it's, like, it's eh. what I said. <laughs> like if you look at uh, okay, the beginning of the Bible is Old Testament is just like a family genealogy. 
And if you look at uh, uh, Chinese dynasties and Egypt, like whenever they start to write things out, it's like, okay, this is, they start listing out rulers and they start listing out a genealogy. Like Babylonians listed kings, listed kings and, and, um, eclipses. Well, that's how the Bible starts, right? Yeah. And so, and so there is a history in there that's real, but. Most of it is, it's weird because obviously these are the distinctions and the different sects also. Yeah. You know, like, oh, no, Jesus was a man, but he wasn't a god or whatever. So I guess the question that is on my mind is, I mean, it's always, it's always so what? Like (laughs) when it comes to this and like you believing, you, you believe that this place was Atlantis, right? I, I do. Then we should excavate it. I yeah. and see if there's any technology there that we can utilize. Well, okay. So why hasn't it been excavated already? Well, because right it now, seems like uh, an interesting place to excavate. This, right. Here, this is what I honestly believe is that um, people in academia are would are almost like not open to ideas in in such a way that it's like. Well, you're gonna fucking tell me what Atlantis is? I think I fucking know. But and even so, if it's not Atlantis, it's it's a weird geological structure in the middle of Africa. But it's all. It's Wouldn't so, you want to like so dig around there around, and be like? It costs so much money. It really would. Like like they're still like finding shit at the tar pits. Like just go there and but, start digging. But shit. that's funded by people paying to go to the tar pits. Like I'm just saying. Like, There's not one organization that's like, hey, let's figure it out. But this is so new. This is so new that I feel like. Some people it, just be like, oh, it's a conspiracy theory. Well, the 60s, right, We've is when it was discovered. Yeah. The recot structure was in the 60s, atta- calling it Atlantis. I'm uh, saying oh, I'm a, saying, yeah. forget the Atlantis aspect of it. It seems to me like if you were an archaeologist, you would be like, oh, that's weird. Let's go check it out. Geologists would go there first, and they have. Uh-huh. It's like, here's something that... Geologists have gone there and surveyed and written down. Like, I've read a whole list of, like, what types of minerals and rocks there are. And what kind of formations there are, so yeah. The, and then they determined it was just a natural formation, and that there's no artifacts worth. And, finding and here's there. the crazy thing: in this documentary, <clears throat> well, what, that's but there's it, people living here. There are civilizations here. There, it's it's sparse, and, but oh, people like people live there. Yeah, not what do you not, mean, not, like currently? not in the circle, but in that area. And what's the town? Ma- Mauritania. 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 Um, that's um, <clears throat> that's the country. That's the country that. That this is in, there's a currently think, yeah, and th- I think there's a million people living there okay. right now, and so when they go there, basically, I think that they they deduced that there had been like there maybe could and I don't know how they came up with this, but let's just say that they're right or they're close that there may have been four hundred thousand tourists there in the existence of the place. Right when you go there, all they do is sell you artifacts. They have. More artifacts, I think, than in any other any other place. Are they legit, or is it just tourist trappy? Uh, like, yeah, yeah. They they like they were there were these little tiny stone uh, uh, sewing needles. Hmm. I'd never. I was like, what? What are you talking about? They they had they had hundreds of these. They were you know it wasn't as small as a needle, but it was. A stone shaped like a needle that they you could put thread onto. I'm like, I don't know what that would be for. You know, whatever. Maybe even sewing nets together for fishing if if yeah. the if the ocean was right there. 
They had a lot of uh, fishing materials there. They had a lot of spheres. So, so one one thing that that uh, Plato says is that they had a giant navy. This mm. is this is twelve thousand years ago, like the Sumerians. They had a giant navy, and so one of the one of the artifacts there, because this uh, in this documentary, the documentary is crazy because of course you, I think it's Michael Teller uh, uh, narrating it. Whatever, I, I like him, but uh, they just kind of are just going through things and like, look, the, these people are trying to sell us all these like spheres, and I'm like, what could these spheres be? Could these be weapons for the navy? Because they say that they, like one of the, one of the layers. So let's get into what the layers of land were. Because the middle was royalty, right? Um, um, you get to- so this is like a Hunger Games situation. <laughs> uh, no, because they're not fighting the, their family. <laughs> uh, the second well, ring- Hunger Games, they were a family. It was just like it was planned. Uh, well, listen, I'm not going to get into the Hunger Games. <laughs> just watch the Hunger Games. The, the center was the holy sacred center. Uh, the king, the royal family was there. There was this temple there, the Temple of Poseidon. Uh, there was the Garden of Poseidon. had mighty walls, and it had fresh water. The second ring was the religious sector. It had all the churches, all the... Any, anything religious. The religious people lived there, or whatever, the ruler, the religious teachers, whatever. Uh, in the second ring of water, there were 1,200 warships. And this is Solon, and this is Plato's accounts. There were 1,200 warships in the second ring of water. In the third ring of land, uh, there was the military lived there. There were navy stores. There were supplies. There was a, a road that went around the whole thing that they thought was like a, that was a, was a racetrack. Um, <laughs> um, so, so the third ring was the military. And then the third ring of water was the harbor. And then the outer wall was basically downtown Atlantis. It was busy and very densely populated. And and um so uh uh this 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 center was where all of the important things it was the capital city of Atlantis. Mm-hmm. So where are you gonna find most of the artifacts then in the center? Um or are they densely I think in the densely ring? in the densely populated outer ring was all the stuff, the fishermen stuff, yeah. all the all the yeah. So so the, the this guy talks about this, uh, and I, I forget the name of the event, but around eleven to twelve thousand years ago, there was there are there is evidence out there of uh, a, a catamic, cataclysmic event that happened that killed, I think ten percent of the Earth burned. Uh, oh right. I think what's that, that called. Uh, I forgot. He, that guy said it. Yeah, I know. I, I don't remember. In um, thirteen thousand years ago, there was like some kind of actual like there was like ten percent. They of the think Earth that there was burned. a comet that broke it was like a up solar and, flare or something. Yeah, yeah. Like whatever it was, there was a huge event that one of the mass extinctions that killed off most of the things living on the planet. And so, time wise, it kind of lines up with this because because uh, uh, Plato says that. Uh, Atlantis sunk in a day, but yeah, it sunk. Well, but uh, that that mud, you couldn't. It basically got run over by mud. Yeah, you couldn't. It was like a tsunami. Ships came couldn't in. get to it anymore. Yeah, basically a tsunami. Like a tsunami full of mud just came in and wiped it out. Which could be construed as like maybe it was molten lava. Maybe it was. Maybe it was an eruption. Yeah, yeah. Like like it could have been a you know some the flood caldera. story. 
Is Some people think it's a flood story. The flood story is described as water coming from above and below. Yeah. So it could have been just like, you know how the hot springs could have erupted. And so so it's weird because when you hear water coming from above, you th- you might think rain. But if you think of a giant wave from a comet hitting, that's also right, the above. That's true. The big tsunami, the big... Well, that's a different. Uh, do those tsunamis even exist? Like tsunamis are not that tall. No, no, they're not. But they're not but like what happens the abyss, when the end of the abyss, with like the big the, huge tsunami. Uh, the tsunami, like a lot of tsunamis happen just from earthquakes and just sh- things shifting. You know, if you look at uh, what was the what was the uh, Fukushima when that happened, like. The island, I mean, parts of it moved like eight feet or something like that, and like the, a, yeah, the the shore moved. The shore eight, moved eight feet. eight feet. Yeah, and it, in it the that also affected the axis of the the, uh, yeah. the axis of the Earth shifted because of that tsunami. Right, and I, I don't want to say it wasn't that big, but Maybe but that's why we have global warming. A giant fucking comet hitting, you know, big big old big things hitting. There's definitely proof of thing, giant things hitting the Earth. Yeah. And uh, so you're saying that that's it that, lines up. That, that, but isn't that before? Well, I mean, you, like, isn't that 1,300 years ago? And this is no, 13,000 13, to 11,000. I'm just saying, like within those timelines, that somebody it could be off a little, a little bit. bit. Mm-hmm. Somebody could be off a little bit, and they actually do line up. Solon is probably wrong. <laughs> well, okay. So here's the thing: a lot of people just say that, like Plato and Solon, they were people claim that Plato came made up Atlantis to try to keep people in order. Like, oh, you know what? They this uh, oh, they have a huge navy. We can't go against them. Oh yeah, that's what it was. It was the politics of like, hey, we can't fuck with Egypt because they have Atlantis on their side and they got a massive navy. I think that's what it was. I think we talked about this last time, but uh, but uh, uh, some people, I mean, like, according to, and I don't know the the facts of this, but both Solon and Plato definitely weren't known for lying about anything. They were both respected and both. This is the only thing intelligent. that and so plato is considered to have lied about yeah yeah it's like it's the only it's it's i don't know how true this is but i think it's pretty true that like he never lied about anything uh except atlantis (laughs) it's like wait a minute because back then plato's not lying he's just recounting a story when when plato was but but that was uh, recounted from his family but at that i think even when plato was around two you could still go to egypt and read the hieroglyphs of atlantis right you need a translator. Yeah. But I, I'm just saying, though, that like. So you have to trust that translator to, to tell you what actually is uh, being said. Yeah. What if he what if he bought out the translator to <laughs> tell the story of Atlantis to I mean, just could have never, just they, to sell a couple more books? Did he sell books? Probably. Probably sold books. He don't, they don't sell books back then. They just they've. Hey, only allow people give to you read this them. book for a little bit of your wife's vagina <laughs> with a bee. I don't know. No, sorry. I'm like, yeah, it could have been green. So, okay. So another thing I want to poke a hole in is this structure is actually exists right now as 1300 feet above sea level, which is pretty high. Yeah. Um, um, for it to have been at sea level 
in the ancient so world. So in order for this to be Atlantis, Wade, the, the, the water would have had to have been way higher. Obviously, some people say, I mean, the I, some people say that... The water would have had to have been... The, the sea would have the, had to have been... The sand of the Sahara is all from the ocean. Right. Um, so... But the, but the idea is... If but we're it, talking so long ago that I could imagine ocean anywhere. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't fucking know how, like, stuff but what, switched but around and it, there's, changed. No, there's an average sea level rise or lower... There's an average geological, like, rise of continents. And this is way beyond it. So it is kind of a... But what if it was just nearer to the... Like, it's not a rise, it was just, like... In thirteen thousand years, it's not like basically the the whole land had to be lower, and so so the defense to that argument is, uh, the, well, the that caldera there or whatever. What if that was still pushing, pushing that continent up. Yeah. continent up? Right, because like but, Alaska, I mean, sorry, uh, fucking Alaska, fucking Antarctica has been rising. the The rate of Antarctica rising is less is more. Than uh, uh, how much this would have had to have risen, okay. So according and to that, according to Bright Insight, right. According to this dude, yeah, yeah. Which you haven't fact checked. Oh, uh, just watch all of his videos, dude. They're all. I think that he's. <laughs> They're all legit. I think yeah. he's. I think he's legit. Meaning, most people I don't think are legit. I, I'm gonna, not. I'm not legit. Remember Bright Insight in ten years. I'm not legit at all. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Um. So uh, uh, Plato claimed that there, well, claimed, whatever. He wrote that uh, the stone was quarried from the center of of the place um, and that all of the stones were red, black, and white. And so these people, when they went out there to look at this stuff, there were a lot of rocks in the area that were red, black, and white. I saw pictures of those rocks, and they're like, they're rock-colored. Uh, they're like normal rock. Well, they're brown. <laughs> no, yeah, mostly brown, but there's like specks of black in some and some what, red. What's weird is is him quickly going through it. There's just a picture in the in the documentary. The documentary's fabulous. As well, slow as it is, they they like because like I was like I saw them break open a rock. Look, there's white, and I'm like, okay, that's weird. But all the other rocks that they were looking at, like. It well, shouldn't the legit. rocks be? I know that there were quarried rocks to build their walls. That doesn't say. I don't remember it saying where the quarry was. You're saying it was in the center of the rings. That's what Plato said. Yeah. They so so this place was a quarry. Well, there was a quarry in the center. The center is pretty big. Okay. But yeah. So they quarried out all these rocks from the center. So we should be able to find a quarry in the center. Yeah. To really confirm it. And. And it should be like red, black, and white rocks in there. Yeah. It seems to me that there's, you would find white rocks in one quarry, red rocks in another, black ones in another. Um, I can neither confirm nor deny that. And also, are, <laughs> do we, have they found any cut stones, like shaped for a wall? No, no. And that, 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 that's, that can be explained from erosion. So like when you look at, the stru- so like let's say let's say we America's gone two thousand years from now. What what is left from our civilization? The nuclear waste. None of the buildings are yeah, definitely definitely nuclear Titanic. waste for sure. 
but none of the buildings are left. Every none of the buildings would be around. James when you look Cameron's at like idea. old old castles that they dig up, yeah, it's just it's just the stones on the ground that make up the perimeter of the castle. The whole castle is gone. Well, I'm, I'm just saying that like old structures, even made. Wait, how many years are you saying? Because Rome was destroyed in what, like 1080. And I've been to Rome, and they dug all that shit up, and it's still pretty structural sound. But it was all, but it was also uh, all buried. Anything right. that anything that's buried loses that's all. That's what I'm saying is there's probably buried walls. Oh yeah, yeah. That's cut. I think so. I, I it's weird because it's like, well, who's going to fund this? Like, how do you convince someone to go out there? And it's a large area. It's like forty kilometer area. Where do you start? And I mean, do you have to start in the middle? I know because the the the, the middle was, was the less the, densely populated area. I was starting the, the outer, and, like the edge of the outer ring, the barrier of the outer ring, where the wall might have been, right? Yeah, where the most brick for that wall would have been. The heaviest wall is probably the outer ring. In all of these artist illustrations, I don't see a wall. It's just city and farmland beyond the last water ring. Yeah, um, and obviously that's up to the interpretation of the artist. But like, they're going off of the main description, right? Exactly. So why aren't they like? The same. Why aren't they showing a wall when that's the description? Well, but that that wall wasn't. They're, I don't. They're I don't, not saying wall. They're, I don't think they. The description was that there were huge barrier walls. I'm. I think that they were describing the city as all the walls in the city were made of these kinds yeah. of r- bricks or rocks. Um, quarried. Um, the th- like they built their buildings, not necessarily one big wall around the edge. Okay. I think they just built their buildings walls with specific rocks. Uh, he says that the, this capital city was well, sheltered, sheltered by mountains to the north, and open to the ocean on the south. Yeah. And if you look at this, and and he also said that the mountains to the north had through had giant rivers coming down them. Yeah. And if you look at if you look at the Ricot structure, it it matches that to a T. Yeah, that's if the water level yes. was was up that high. That I could I could believe that's a, one piece of evidence that I'm like, okay, that makes a lot it's of sense. It's weird because when you look at the mountains, it's like you can like see the rivers in the mountains, which is weird. How are there fucking rivers? How are there rivers? How in can mountains? you see? How can you see though the rivers in the mountains from the the, the aerial images? It's like, oh, you see the old riverbeds. You see, yeah, they're they're huge. But how do you explain the water level, though? Like, that's the one thing that I'm like, well, if the water, I mean, if it's 1,300 feet. Yeah. Like, that's crazy, right? Well, the the weird thing was that. Aren't 14ers like 1,400 feet? And that's like. Tall, tall ass mountains. Yeah. That whole area, every uh, uh, well that you dig is salt water. And it's. I keep have reading the kilometers. A, have they dug one in the middle where there's supposed to be clear, clean water? Yeah, yeah. Fresh water? Yeah. And they found fresh and, water? And, there's, and they found fresh water. Okay. Which is weird because that whole area is all saltwater wells. So that that is a compelling... So there's another one. That's a fucking compelling argument, which is crazy, that all of the wells are saltwater. Because if we dug this, a well here, this, this meets, wouldn't be saltwater. This meets a lot of the explanation. Like... Bimini Road was a far stretch. Yeah, yeah. Bimini Road didn't even come close, except that there was what looked like man-made structure. There's another little island outside of um, Spain that yeah, was yeah. a spot where, what, like, it blew up. And this it, must be. And, and it, it looked sunk. like it, it was new. Sunk. Yeah. And that's not even that compelling. That's that has less 
um, of the of, of the description list. And so uh, this one has a lot of. What's weird to me is that like this all looks like matched up almost fact almost, but uh, uh, I I I swear it's because the academic community didn't find it on their own. I'm not saying that they're like never going to look at it, but it's like this is compiled with conspiracy theory. The academic community did look at it a long time ago. Geologists were the only ones that cared because it's interesting to them. And they've determined that it was that there was nothing special about it. But but, but they, but did, the fact they that determined it was, that it was a natural thing, it was and a natural so thing. to them, if Atlantis but existed, it was exclude. all man-made. Well, that doesn't exclude that it was that Atlantis could have used that area, yeah. the natural formation, to help them with their walls and stuff. I, first. I, I just think though that 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 is the shame where it's like they have a definition in their head of what it's supposed to be. It's like, oh, this doesn't match. Let's we don't even look here. When yeah, all of these other things line up. You're giving yourself too much credit. Like, academia does not care about conspiracy theories. They don't hear a conspiracy theory and then be like, I, I oh, well, then fuck that. We're I, not doing it. I, I, yeah, and I don't, mean, I don't mean to put it off that way. I mean to put it, off, put it on to the fact that, like, they've decided that it's not it, so it can't be. Well, somebody claimed. Somebody well, but was this, the first to claim this is the site of Atlantis. And then that claim probably went to an academic person. For a comment or something, because you know they locked the Wikipedia. Yeah. Right. So you can't add or subtract anything from the Atlantis thread or the or this thread. So, and 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 just, as in locking it, this it's considered pseudo history. But uh, Atlantis. But all it so it, it 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 just keeps coming back to my so what theory, like Atlantis or not. Why wouldn't they dig it up and be like, "Oh yeah, there was a civilization here." It doesn't it doesn't prove but, anything but outside of that there was a civilization. Cuz you got a chiropractor telling you <laughs> whenever but the thing is whenever it comes I just, you think, just sit in this chair and nobody digs anything up unless they can make money by finding something. You don't know that. That's well, who's going to pay for the sci- digging? Well, I don't know, Willie, cuz I'm not a fucking scientist. All I'm saying is like you have this very like staunch view that like no one's going to do anything unless there's some money to be made and that's not the history of science like well, this uh, the- I, all i'm saying is like the, it it yeah so the geologists went out there right yeah and they they didn't find any interesting rocks well they surveyed it maybe from- it was a meteor that like hit and like no, no, caused- they, ruled that out. they didn't find any they ruled that out. okay i don't care all i'm saying <laughs> is if there was something to be found there, people would be trying to find it. Yeah. I but I I agree with you, but what I how I disagree though is that like th- these this documentary, hopefully this doc this documentary is like the first thing that has that has pointed anybody in this direction. So I guess my larger I think that'll point, change. My larger point is even if you went there and like found buildings and stuff like that, yeah, then draw your own conclusions. Was this Atlantis? Was it not? It doesn't change anything. Here, here's what it changes for me. So, so okay, there, there are these. Um, when it comes to this, is me trying to prove that they were an advanced society. Um, okay, why don't we take a quick break and then you can get into that because that sounds like a bigger thing. Word. All right, so we'll be right back with our guest, Savan Najarian, talking about Atlantis and the uh, blue eye of Africa. Uh, is that what it's called? The eye. Just the eye? Yeah. All right. 
Hey guys, this year in September, September 27th and 28th, we're going to be live in Menomonee, Wisconsin. We're going to be at Paranomicon, much to the disdain of me. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, we don't know which day it's going to be, but get your tickets. Uh, they're on sale now. If you go to... Oh my God. Well, the theater is the Mabel Tainter. So mabeltainter.org. This, uh, this place is a, is a haunted theater. And there's very limited seats. And uh, during the show, uh, the keynote speaker is Grant Wilson from... Uh, uh, He's one of, the, one of the first ghost shows, uh, Ghost Hunters, um, and he's going to do an investigation on Saturday of the of the haunted theater. So yeah, that's but, pretty cool. But fuck that. I mean, show up for us. You don't have to. You don't have to watch the other shows. Show up for us. We're gonna be there. Paranomicon, September twenty seventh, twenty eighth, Wisconsin. Uh, Travis Walton's going to be there. We're going to have a merch booth. I don't know what we'll come up with something, but we will I have a little booth. I don't want to be there, <laughs> so please come support me. Uh, it would I, w- I would love it if there was a friendly audience because I don't know what I'm doing. Tickets on sale. Go to the Mabel Tainter Theaters. It's M A B E L T A I N. Ter.org, and you can find the link to tickets there. Paranormal Con, Paranormicon. I don't know how to, I might I might be saying it wrong, but it is you know they've got a cryptozoologist, they've got ghost hunters, they've got UFO people, they've got us. Uh, we're gonna us. we're gonna have a get one of those guests on our on on the on our live show. Hopefully. Probably gonna be a fucking drip. <laughs> I wish we could take a comedian out there. If you're a comedian in uh, Wisconsin, start uh, lobbying us to and, us. Uh, yeah, hit yeah, us up because we'll, we'll get you. Up. We may need to get you up there. <laughs> All right. But bye. Come see us <laughs> in Wisconsin. Hey everybody, welcome back to Real Life Sci-Fi. We're talking about Atlantis with our friend Sevan Nigerian. Am I saying yep. Nigerian correctly? Uh, no, nobody does. It doesn't matter. How do you do it? I don't. I I do it like you do. Oh, okay. I don't do it with like an Armenian accent. Najarian. 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 But no, I don't say it that way. So we were, uh, our cliffhanger was, Willie was about to talk about how advanced (laughs) he thinks Atlantis was, right? Well, uh, proof that there was an advance, yeah, 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 sure, sure. You Um, think they're flying around? um, Do you think they got electricity? In the city, I think so. From crystals. Like water powered or crystal? the crystal? The crystal thing has got. I haven't. I Lasers haven't. I haven't relooked at Casey since I've seen this. Well, you need power to power a laser, and you believe they used lasers. For that was crystal. that was what I believed before. I'm saying I haven't. Okay. I haven't looked at that again after seeing this. You know, do you are you familiar with the um, Ark of the Covenant being like a, a vessel of like a battery basically yeah that it fit in the in the pyramid in, in, in the king's chamber that's right. the same size as and it fits there and that's what helps that's a 
created that it was that is basically a nuclear weapon when they tried to make one from that college it was so um unstable that they had to stop building it because uh-huh. they thought that it was going to arc and kill people because the elect the, the, the electric because it was building. brought into battle in the yeah. biblical times it was, uh-huh. brought, it was sat on a mountain outside of the battlefield and it supposedly held the spirit of god uh-huh and but the the idea behind that is that moses was an alchemist and he created a battery and the battery created like a light show like probably like a tesla coil yeah similar to that because the wings on the cherubim the golden wings on the outside of the lid probably created sparks right that's kind of the idea so i'm kind of thinking it's something similar to that kind of technology where it's like they kind of they kind of stumbled upon creating a battery or something similar and they just kept it in the center as like a piece of worship yeah i don't know anything about the uh, about the temple or the it's funny because i don't remember half of the the educacy stories of the late you know that that version that they had tech i mean i remember the main story of it but i don't remember like i said i haven't applied it to this so i don't uh it's weird to see that that version mixed with this version Mm-hmm. Because I believe that they were advanced, and I, I believe that they could fly back then. And if you look at all of the old, a lot of the old pyramids, like take the Great Pyramid for example, it's not it's not blocks cut out of a cookie cutter. Every block is different, and so every block has to fit perfect. Mm-hmm. When you look when you look at the pyramid, and you think, oh, it, this is only four sides. Then you realize it's actually eight sided. Mm-hmm. And, and and you go, wow, every block is different. So, I don't know. It's just crazy to me. Like, if you look at all the other pyramids, they're, like, fit in such a way that it is all individual stones being put together and held together perfectly because each individual stone was crafted to be in that one spot. Right. Which engineered, is weird. Engineered by sound. or Yeah, that's, that's what I think, that it was all... Like Sound building, yeah. Um, so, so <laughs> there's this old civilization in Africa. They, they, you know, like a let's say like a tribal civilization, the Dogon. They believed in in you know the, these fish gods, the Nomo, whatever. Their god had four pairs of twins. Wh- wh- whatever. Here is this a parallel mythology? This is this is a a, a tribal civilization that had information that we didn't even get until the last like 30 years. And so um, that information is, is of, they have written accounts of Sirius. uh, That's the brightest star in our sky. And I don't know when we found, I don't know when we found out, but I would say it would probably be within the last hundred years. We found out that Sirius was actually a binary system. Um, Binary meaning two suns? Two suns. It's made up of two suns. And, uh, uh, or twins? One of them is a, <laughs> a set of is twins. Is a white dwarf. Yeah, yeah, sure. A set of twins. That, that is good. <laughs> the, the, Wade said it first. The, this, this, these Dogon, they described Sirius as being a, you know, a binary system and that the smallest, uh, Sirius. B, I believe, is the smallest but the heaviest. 
And so it's weird that they would also know that the smaller one was heavier. It was more dense. It was like a shrinking. It's a white dwarf. So basically one spoonful of earth, uh, of dirt from this star would weigh six tons because that's how dense it was. Mm-hmm. So here we have this this tribal civilization that knows the stars. They know Sirius is a binary system, which, which they didn't have telescopes. Well, what's the proof that they knew it was a binary system? Uh, they, they, it's just in their written records, and that's why they wrote down that it, it is the smallest, but the heaviest. I, I, I don't know, but, 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 but. <laughs> well, before or after tribal, Atlantis? They're... Oh, long, long after. Long after. I'm saying this is a tribal. Uh, probably, I'm going to guess 1800s before they. I don't know. Oh, so I don't know. Oh, so recent. recent. Okay. Not not even that recent. Before the, science. The Dogon people. Hold on, I'm gonna... Before the Renaissance. They're best known for their religious traditions, the mask dances. Da, 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 da. Uh, we got we got a ballpark. We don't need an exact. But I but my ballpark is way wrong. I have no idea. I think that they exist today. Maybe even. So we can look into their records. Oh, arriving in the Sangha region in the 15th century. Okay. The or, other oral histories place the origin of the Dogon to the west beyond the River Niger. Anyways, sure, fifth, let's, say, let's say the 15th century and they their astronomical beliefs. Here we go. Uh, so, well, here we go. I mean, well, whatever. What? From 1931 to 1956, this guy studied the Dogon in field missions, uh, you know, in the 30s and the 40s and the 50s, just random. Th- uh, and and this is where they come. This is where that information comes from. Is this this guy in the between the 30s and the 50s, all times that he went there, uh, the, he, he reported that the Dogon believed that the brightest star in the night sky, Sirius, has two companion stars. Uh, in the 30s, the orbit that, cycle though. takes 50 years. And they also claim that the Dogon appeared to know of the rings of Saturn and the moons of Jupiter. <clears throat> so all this is to lead to what point? Well, well, okay, so so even the Greeks knew about the rings of Saturn and the moons of Jupiter. But but knowing of Sirius being a binary system is is a crazy thing because because uh, you need a higher definition telescope. Yeah, to yeah, see that. that, and also understanding solar system. Here you have this tribe that knows of this, and this is from their ancient tradition. And so, so to me, I'm just, uh, uh, you have this. Sure, sure, could they have gotten there from shamanic information, mushrooms, whatever? <laughs> you know, that, sure, sure, but uh, <laughs> I, I think that that I, I think that. Some of the information and the stories from this previous civilization that had telescopes and was advanced just kind of got leaked down and survived over time. And because uh, they they shouldn't know they shouldn't know about Sirius A and Sirius B. I know it's a weird argument because some people don't agree that they did know that stuff because they're like, oh well. Uh, or that they that that came from their tradition. The, mm-hmm. One of the arguments is like, well, they could have learned it from us, but right. the, but they were you know they weren't connected to 
so, to us. So one of one of the theories of Atlantis is that when it sunk, all the civilizations fled to different parts of the world. Yeah, and that one of them went to Egypt. Uh huh. You're saying that some of the in the area have traditions that suggest that there had a. a that some of the information was kept in there. Some tradition. ancient yeah, knowledge yeah, that was yeah. actually. Well, I mean, it's hard to say because you can even say that the Bible talked about the earth hanging on nothing back in a time when we all didn't know that the earth was spherical. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think the translation it, it was, has never been updated. And, and understanding that heaven's, I'm not saying heaven is space, but that why don't you try translating it, accepting that heaven is space. It's mm-hmm. been, you know, it's been translated so many times that like what we're looking at isn't, there's a lot of misrepresented things in there, right. especially the King James Version. I keep bringing that up, but I know that there are other Bibles that. Well, at a time when we thought that the earth sat on a turtle, you know? Yeah the Bible said it hangs on nothing, which is a pretty compelling thing to, to, to suggest that they knew about space Yeah, back 3000 years ago. But I think that was just, you can make anything. I don't know how to explain that really. Well, I I, I don't know how to explain the Dogon's history, but I think it sounds familiar. It sounds similar to this. Like I, I'm not giving any credence to the Bible, but I think if you, if, if science fiction writers are right, you know, twenty percent of the time they write something. Yeah. So these are just early science fiction writers, right? These are the weathermen of the past. Yeah. They got all the other science fiction wrong. Well, but the, you, you know, still Babylon- believe them. In, the Babylonians <laughs> were pretty fucking smart, and this was like around the turn of the century, but. The Babylonians were really fucking smart, and they they were able to predict eclipses. Yeah, and they were they because they just observed so much. They wrote every fucking thing down, and they could just go into their records and be like, "Oh, there's gonna be an eclipse right here," and they were right, and they got they figured it out. So I don't I don't see an ancient civilization that has the observation capacity to be able to say things about the Earth that might be true. You know, a certain percent of the time, I don't like even without a. A telescope. I think you could still predict that. I, I agree. You could I still agree predict with that a star has a partner. You know, a partner star. I think you could predict that without, but having ancient knowledge of the weird an alien race. The or weird whatever. thing to me, and this this is my own thing, but like like an understanding that is that that the star is the same as the sun, and that there are two of them there is is crazy because even with even with most telescopes you can't observe Sirius being a binary system you can observe this the rings on Saturn you can record things happening the the eclipses the you know right. you can you can record everything but looking at a star and be like oh that's two suns right that you Okay, on that topic though. Okay, so we, if if we go back to the biblical account of like the the earth hangs on nothing, so that seems like they're woke about the earth being a sphere and and hanging in space, gravity or whatever. It also says God created the greater luminary and the lesser luminaries, meaning the stars. So if, why is the sun the greater luminary when some of the stars are even huger than the? Oh than yeah, our, yeah. Than the sun, sun is small in the star so, world. So that terminology didn't didn't make them look like they were intelligent about it at all. So I, if we could pick and choose, like, the, there's certain things that they probably got right, there's certain things they didn't. 
they also said that there was a canopy of uh, water surrounding the earth so that you basically you couldn't even see the stars <laughs> because they were blurry through the water yeah <laughs> so you're saying that well because I want to get to the fun of this which is that the Atlanteans were flying around in the sky and like actually observed Sirius and knew for a fact that it was two stars or at least had the technology to know about space and the nature of star systems yeah, I mean, <clears throat> that has nothing to do with Plato's account. <laughs> well, forget you know, Plato. What do you? What is your account? They, you know, they had <clears throat> my. <clears throat> I mean, I mean, my account is they they were a part of the the that they weren't the only. <clears throat> advanced civilization back then and that I think all I think all all of the a lot of the pyramids around the or around the world were a lot all of, from Atlantis built from a certain time around that time frame and that those things if if you look the way that like I was saying earlier about each stone being individual when you look at a pyramid built that way and all these structures all over the world having the same interlocking pieces and each piece being different but specific to be that piece. Uh, there had to be like an overarching hierarchy of technology. Yeah, and I, I do not subscribe at all that, that aliens gave us this information. I, I, I definitely don't think that, but I, I think that... Um, so like describing the concentric circles, I think that they were in, in, in the air. Like I don't know when the Nazca lines were around, but I, I, I think that ancient civilizations, you, you look at the... Uh, you know the Vimana. These, these, there's, there's in, in I forget which text, but there's in their text they talk about these big flying sh- cities. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think that whatever the I think the pyramids all over the world are serve a, a couple functions, but one of them being okay, some kind of power coming from it using the electromagnetic field. And and sure, sure, like like Tesla's design, but 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 uh, that that allowed used the electromagnetic field to put energy out there that they harnessed, and and that this was a worldwide network of of power that anybody could use, and um um sorry, I'm 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 I'm. I'm lost in my thought, but but that let, let's just say for a second that they did have flight back then. The only what would what would be the proof of it? Sure, sure, this is all speculation. But when you look at certain scripts, they do have they do describe things. I know that 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 there's picking and choosing, but the Vimana specifically were f- were flying cities. Um, which you know, take that for whatever you want. Also, but it just sounds like science fiction to me. It sounds like somebody looked in the sky and saw this weird cloud structure and be like, and said, like, "What if that was a flying city?" But they, but they also have plans, like how it's built. 
Uh huh. Well, I mean, you know, you could make those up too. I but just I, don't understand why they would have to be flying to have a circular city. Like, as no, a, no, no, as no, that's to be able to observe like, the city as circular because it's, you can't see that from the you ground. You built the city. <laughs> Someone built the city, right? And he but, goes, "It's a circle." Like you don't need a hot air balloon. Trust me. It's a yeah, circle. yeah. <laughs> no, I I agree, but I don't think that that also. Well, no, I, and I'm not trying to be like confrontational. I'm I'm trying to understand why this matters. Like, why do you? Well, first, there's a lot of things you just said that I'm that I'm rolling my eyes at. Which is one is that there was like a worldwide power grid, for lack of a better term. Two, that there was a pyramid in Atlantis when from everything we've seen and have been described, there's no mention of a pyramid. I, I, I didn't... That, that no, was he's lost. saying that, the, say technolo- that a- the building technology comes from the advancements of Atlantis, which the colonies created after Atlantis are like Egypt. But that, that the information from Atlantis spread around the world to, 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 okay, well I can buy that, but I just don't understand why. I don't know. I mean, first of all, I don't believe that they had power in like the Egyptian pyramid times, much less that they had it in Atlantis. And you, I mean, you won me over to the extent that I'm now thinking like, okay, Atlantis is probably a real place, but I don't know. It's like, I don't know. It's like, it's, 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 it's too advanced. Like, uh, I don't know. But then the, the, the solar system thing sort of makes me think again about that. I just, I just, I just think like, <laughs> it's like. Give an inch, take a yard, take a take yeah. a yard, kind of thing. And I, and I understand like, that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it wasn't an advanced civilization for its time, and it's lost. But like now, they're flying, and like they have power. I don't know. I mean, the, the, this is all like, like me adding all that stuff. That that's speculation. That um, <clears throat> well, that's like your fun brain, like saying all that stuff. I just well, don't. The Egyptians did characterize them as a powerful people. The Atlantis people? Yeah. Sure. I mean, that's all fine. I just think, like, I don't know, man. Have you have you seen that, just to throw in, you know, my thing that makes it seem like there's a better chance of it. Have you seen that, the hieroglyph of the helicopter and the spaceship and the submarine? No. The ancient alien thing <clears throat> that everything hinges on? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But, yeah. like, like, no, like, no matter what, though, that that's really compelling that that... It's just surprising how many seasons you can get out of ancient aliens based on three drawings. But but to me, I, and that's it. You know, I I don't buy, but I don't subscribe to a lot of the ancient alien stuff. I, th- to me, that's a lot of. Uh, I feel like there's just it, a lot of. T- I don't watch the show, but I feel like there's just they go on constant tangents. It's, it's compelling. That the first few seasons are better than the last eight or whatever, however many they eight have. Eight seasons. I don't know. I'm just, based I'm on just <laughs> joking. But uh, like three hieroglyphs. But but the but this this hieroglyph was covered over and then not they didn't find it until a piece broke off and now they 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 do not show this to people and you're not allowed to take pictures in there. There's a picture right there. They like avert no Is the, that it? The, the, the the all the pictures of it are, are old or you specifically have to know what you're looking for. On the tour they don't uh. they, they have a they 
you know, they keep you from it. I just feel like it's interpretation. Like, sure, sure, I do too. But that this this helicopter only because you're this could looks, just be this could just be a building. That but looks that, like a helicopter. That tail. Me. That that tail. It looks like a helicopter, but it could also just be like a, some kind of wind turbine or that's something. That's true. That tail rudder, though. Um, the tank looks like a tank. Mm. The plane. Yep. Another plane? (laughs) It's with a question mark. Another plane, but but, just nothing. But sure, sure. Like 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 when you when you look at that, it's easy to it's easy for both sides to be like, that's not a helicopter. That is a helicopter. Sure, sure. But it's crazy that that was covered up, and that piece fell off, and that was what was behind the piece, and then they're they're keeping you from that. I know that. Well, what's the what's the actual Egyptologist explanation of those? Uh, I think it's I think it's somebody's name, and that a different king name was put in front of it. Oh, okay, but it, that makes sense. That happened all the time. Yeah, they erase kings' names all the time to replace them with new kings' names. So that seems more of a plausible explanation. But it does look like a helicopter. It does look like a tank. The helicopter's most likely. The, to me, that that I thought the I tank mean maybe like, I think I, the if, tank looked like a submarine. No way. Was there? Yeah, the tank to me looks like a submarine. Well, going back to the Bible, you know, they in Revelation they describe a certain beast in Revelation that if you were to interpret it as a mechanized beast, it does they it sounds like they're describing a helicopter. Oh wow. Yeah. So I haven't I haven't I mean I think that's a little bit of a far stretch as well, but it's just an attempt of for What's Christians weird? to try to point to today as the last days yeah you know when when he wrote revelations he was ostracized from society and some people think he was writing about the romans or or the past even but like i i always it like i don't i don't consider this yeah he was he was writing about the destruction the symbol symbolic destruction of the romans so that the jews can be liberated because yeah. they were subjugated back then. I, I, I do also like to fancy the idea that maybe he was what if he tapped into the future and he could see Well he was the clearly future. on drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was on drugs and he, he was on some kind city. of hallucinogenic. Are you talking about yeah, Edgar Casey? Uh, no, the guy the, who wrote Revelations in the Bible, the the end of times. What really? People know that he was on drugs? Well, the imagery is like how do you get that imagery without being on drugs? I uh I'm picturing a guy made out of cotton candy. Am I on drugs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you've been influenced by drugs. No, I I don't I only smoke weed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they didn't they didn't have cotton candy back then. So how did you come up with cotton candy? No. All right, I'm picturing a uh a cake. And then when you cut into it, it's it's actually liquid. And if, until you cut into it, it's solid. That's not invented. Do you, you think one day it might be? Well, Am okay. I a prognosticator? It's more like if you don't know what helicopters are and you saw the future and you saw a bunch of helicopters flying in the air, what? how would you describe that? Would you describe it as a beast made of this and this and that? Like, are they flying? Yes. Okay, you can't even see their propellers so you would never draw it they're in like the a helicopter oh you're, you might be right those are invisible to the eye so you would just see like who a, knows if he didn't see it flying and then them landing and then this shut off well because 
I I know for a fact they didn't have helicopters. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're visions of the future. Oh, they're visions of the, the revelation future. is of visions. Yeah, of the future. That, like he. Well, he, I, I, he's uh, predicting the end of times, and he talks about these. And so, oh, so in Revelations, a, there's a, a beast that's beast. a helicopter. Yes. Sorry, I'm playing catch up. That's a I was beast looking. with a scorpion's tail. Is basically what it is. A flying. beast. Why wouldn't it? Like a horse, a flying horse with a scorpion's tail, and a man's face. Oh well, that doesn't sound like a helicopter to me. It's Christian's belief that it is. They're just trying to say that the, the, it, that that description fits the end the the wars of our end times. So once we get into drones and stuff like that, they'll they'll alter it to be like Probably. what a drone looks like. Yeah, yeah. I don't. You know, it's like, come on, it's all fake. It's all made up. <laughs> We're the most advanced society that there ever has been. We have to be. But but let's let's say though let's say that. Let's say there's an apocalypse. We disappear, and let's say let's say five thousand years from now, to where whatever's left. I mean, it, it's hard to envision these things because we have the idea that a lot of the information will be kept on and kept on. But then when you look at like a millennial that doesn't know how to work a rotary phone, you know, not and this is technology advancing. I'm just saying though that like. Well, okay, but let's say that the apocalypse happens, right? Not every helicopter is in the sky. There's a million helicopters just sitting on the ground. So, yeah, they're going to deteriorate, deteriorate, right? Maybe they'll get covered by sand or something. But are they ever, in 2,000 years, and this is like a, a question, because I, I don't know, would they deteriorate to the point where it's unrecognizable, where it's just... Scraps of metal within the earth. Most of them, I think, would. And I say that from look, look at all, look at like cars rusting just from oxygen being present. Mm -hmm. Like, um, there's a lot of old cars. Like, well, whatever. so there's like cars from the 20s, but you could, but it, and and yes, it's only been like you need 90 years, it. yeah, 100 years almost. It's still a car, it's still a cage. I just don't know. Well, like how we, how much more it would deteriorate. If we find a dinosaur skeleton now, there's no way for us to know if it what kind of skin it had. Right. Yeah. So or whatever feather structures they had also. Right. So Yeah, there's it's we only have a small picture of what it could But if we found like a bunch of metal God, well, I mean, here's a weird example that they that they found in this documentary. They found a full whale skeleton in the desert leading up to uh, the Eye of Africa. Who found this? The the these the, people that made the documentary. Yeah, yeah. But they but they show it to you. Mm -hmm. And so here's a crazy thing: it's where just like half in the sand. The, it's just sitting on top up. of the sand. They oh, have really? to dig it up. Like it unburied itself somehow. But this wow. whale skeleton. Wasn't isn't petrified? It's not a fossil, right? And so it's just bones. It's new. Yeah, and so it's not that ancient. It's not that ancient, which is crazy. Well, no, fossils take millennia. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, you, but we find dinosaurs just thirteen thousand years ago. Dinosaur bones are like millions of years old. So, so what's but, to but, say but that, but a, that a take whale? A long time but saying that that, that the water. But dinosaur though, bones aren't fossils. Are they? Yeah. Or are they? Fossils. They are. Yeah. So they're it's like petrified bone. bone. No, they're they're 
they're minerals replaced that have by minerals. Yeah, they're bones that have been replaced by minerals. So the shape of the bone absorbed minerals, right? And all that's left is not bone material, but minerals. Interesting. That's I'm what not- a, that's what a fossil. Yeah, it's okay. weird. But but uh, so so I'm not not so it really but, is just but, an elaborate stone. But this giant, this it's like giant, a mold. It's, it's like a mold a, of a yeah. But finding a whale skeleton in the desert is being like, oh, this this used to be deep ocean, actual bone. Whale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was or compelling. a whaler, a whaling crew like hauled their catch, and drove like, drove it in. Like, oh, I don't think we can drive this anymore. <laughs> Let's just leave it here. <laughs> There's that urban legend of uh, the scuba diver who. Was like found in the forest a, yeah. because he was, yeah, picked up by like a a forest fire helicopter from the ocean. What? <laughs> like, you never heard this? No. I think it's an urban legend. I don't think it's real. It's like one of those riddles where it's like, there's a dead man in a puddle of water. Like, how did he get stabbed? Wow. It's like, oh, because it was a icicle. I think it's one of those where it's like, how did the scuba diver get in the middle of Because he was the being forest? rescued by a helicopter. No, he was in the ocean just like scuba diving around. Uh-huh. Those helicopters, they pick up water. Oh, right. And they grabbed put him. Put out a forest fire. And then dropped him <laughs> in the middle of a forest fire. All the scuba gear survived. It's funny. It's I mean, it's so sad, but thinking of that, like, hey, he's yelling and they're flying. They can't hear him. Yeah. Hey. I mean, what a way to go, right? Really? <laughs> well, you wouldn't know you were in a ship for a while. You would have no idea. You would be like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? It just got really dark. <laughs> so where are we going here? Should we wrap well, it up? Or are there... Yeah, are there I, mean, I think some, we're close. Sort of... But to, to, to me, the whole... And I, this it's a weird thing because I've definitely changed my belief in Atlantis a few times, but I definitely still, I believe it more now than ever because of this thing. And I don't, I, I, I don't know about the lasers anymore. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know. I, but, but I could see though needing what would, could be described as laser energy to cut, to cut stones, to build them into mm-hmm. just the, you know, the, the idea of, can I, can I just, I don't want to get into a big yeah, thing yeah. here, but like, don't you think that the pyramids, so you know how we make a brick wall, right? Like we put bricks and then we put like mortar, mortar yeah. and then that seals the wall. And then over time, the, I can imagine they would the fuse together. Yeah. Right. Is there awesome. a possibility that like the pyramids were built in that way? They were, they were putting like some kind of paste or something. And then over time, like it's just sort of fused with the rock to the, make it seem like that the rocks were like if perfectly it, If smolted. it were that, it, it would have to right? be, it would have, yeah, it would have to be made of limestone. Made, but, made the, of limestone. but the thing is, are, are the lines in between the, the stones, like you, they always say this, but you can't fit a piece of paper in between them anywhere uh. because they're, they're airtight. And the lines are still straight. So if what you're saying were true, those lines would be blurred. Like you in the would same be able way. to see like yeah. the, the outside lines anyway. Yeah, maybe yeah. there's some cracks on the inside. Yeah, maybe you could seal it and, and mold it and put it together and still have the seal, whatever that is. Stick I feel straight. like they just had they they had their math, and they had their tools, and they had tons and tons of slaves. To, to to really be perfectionists about it. I would also say that like I've seen people make art out of rocks 
where they'll just find rocks that like line up in a perfect way and they'll just put those together. I'm not saying that's what yeah. they did, but I'm saying that there's more plausible explanations I mean, than that they had laser technology. They started building them when the the pharaoh was born, right? So that the pharaoh, don't when the that. pharaoh died, that they would be their tomb. I I don't buy any of that. No, I don't think it was built during those times. I think they inhabited them, and uh, I think that there that they were like they carved out their own tombs in them. Well, they they still haven't found any bodies inside any of the pyramids. Right. And yeah, so, I mean, I would disagree that they're tombs just because wouldn't there be a lot more of them? Yeah, yeah. Not well, just, not just. I mean, there's more than you think, but there's not that many. There's the three major ones, but then there's a lot of little ones around the area. But uh, so, so like, like so let's say tombs, the, the king's chamber, how it has what they say is the sarcophagus in there. You know, if you if you look in that room, um, one idea that I heard that I subscribe to is that whatever that was was something else, and they tried because like the top is broken off weird. And so whatever they tried to make it into, they fucked it up. But like, well, when they get like, <laughs> when they get like, what was it, Ramses that made the tour in the eighties or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Where did they get him? What? Where, where did they find he him? He was in the Valley of the Kings. So that's just some other. There were a bunch of tombs that they found um, that basically were they were trying to hide from everybody because I mean, and this, what did the those tombs look like? Those were just. They're just like little buildings off to the side. Right. Yeah. So it seems like that guy's getting gypped, right? Yeah. Like, well, the whole he didn't idea get a pyramid. That, I mean, I don't know. I think the whole idea is with their religion is that they needed a conduit to get to the heaven. So they built these pyramids that would allow them. It's kind of the same idea behind like the Tower of Babel, where it's like these people were just trying to get to the heavens by building a huge, tall. But we still do that today. So, like, there's still cemeteries with what are what are those structures called? The mausoleums. Yeah, yeah. is that what they're called? That's when they go inside. Yeah, you can walk in and there's like 18 people in there or whatever, right? Yeah. Like that means nothing. It means nothing. And so, if like we die out and like 500 years pass. They're going to be like, ooh, what did this mean? It, Were these gods? Were they more important than the people in the ground? Why are mm-hmm. the people in the ground and not these people? I think it's a lot of just sort of like reading too much into stuff. Right. What's weird is though when you try to think of what has survived over time. Because like I was trying to say earlier that like a lot of castles that didn't survive, those were made out of, out of stones, right? But I... But for some reason, they didn't stay together. But these pyramids that are way older, they've kept their shape. Well, castles were protective things, and, and they fell during wartime. So, but, uh, uh, and pyramids are not necessarily built for holding back a horde of people. No, no, no. But I mean, I, I was going to say the same kind of thing. There, there are like, I mean, like the, the fucking like ISIS, Al-Qaeda people who are going around just like destroying Syria, temples. Yeah. Just because Museum's it's like full of artifacts, yeah, yeah, because it's like a it's like a thing. So I don't know, I don't know anything about castles or <laughs> medieval times, but like it seems like you would just want to like fuck up their shit, right? But I, I it, it well, and I know that I, they don't have nearly as big a pieces in a castle, but I'm uh, and, and you know there definitely are castles that are old, but uh, uh, I'm, I'm just trying to think though of like 
what what does survive in a way that doesn't get weathered because even even if you accept the the current that the you know the pyramids are all whatever five thousand years old how like is that the is that the like is that the accepted belief that no, the pyramid like nine nine thousand I thought but so but no it or thirteen thousand years old no 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 what the accepted is like five thousand five thousand three thousand BC is it was it's main Egyptian I thought times. it was like nine to thirteen no that that doesn't uh, okay nine to thirteen like thirteen thousand years old is like Atlantis and there, there were no civilizations that were they, they say the first I thought they were like during Atlantis basically well that's what I think but that's not the accepted academia says that they're 5,000 years old okay and that, and that the, that's when the first well okay so wait so so you believe that Atlantis was around when the Egyptian pyramids were built yeah okay that 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 wait uh, that doesn't make sense that's what you believe. You don't believe in the accepted. That's what, that's okay. what I believe. That makes, yeah, okay. yeah. But, uh, uh, some of the okay. So these people that have that have tried to line up the the pyramids with the stars around twelve thousand five hundred years ago is when a lot of the uh, a lot of pyramid structures lined up to to the stars is about twelve thousand five hundred years ago. Which right. is, what's, which what's is, that called again? Which is convenient. Uh, equinox, yeah. uh, not equinox, but well, the procession, Perse- yeah, e- the procession, procession of the equinox, equinox which it's is every twelve thousand five hundred years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but so when they built the, so you're saying that they, it had to have been built that long ago because for the alignments to line up it, perfect, and that's right. why you also believe that Egypt had energy, Atlantis had energy. So they were all sort of on par with each other. Yeah. Like, okay. like, like, so this isn't all like Egypt did not come from Atlantis in your. It's a colony. Of it, did, it did. Yeah. He believes it's a colony of Atlantis. So Atlanteans just re- went out to a fertile land and built their pyramids and used their technology. Or and then and then whatever event killed off Atlantis, I think killed off most of the world. And also pushed Atlanteans out to become Aztecs and build their yeah. pyramids. <laughs> okay, but but there are, but <laughs> there said, yeah <laughs> but there are some there are some there are some Aztec pyramids built from that time too twelve thousand five hundred right. years ago right Wait, they when function the same way but there's already continents at this time right yes so as you how would as you get to South America uh, Plato says that. I mean, th- th- I think that they... Well, know, they were a seafaring people. They, they had a navy. Right, they had 1,200 says, ships. They had 1,200 ships in, in a In a, 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 a 24-kilometer... That's too many ships. For a 24-kilometer... That, that's the diameter, though. The, 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 the waterway around it. All you know, the way around. Even still. Even still. Really? That seems like a lot of ships. Well, they probably Are they conquered, tiny? They probably conquered neighboring... Probably most of the ships were out there conquering. Like Game of Thrones. Yeah, I don't think all the ships were in the, in the. That's just the size of their navy. That's how many they had. Yeah. Okay. Because earlier when you described it, they were all in that waterway. If I if I no, did that, like I the, was wrong. Those are like the navy docks. Got it. Okay. That's where the yeah yeah. Huh. I don't know. It's like if you because think it, it seems to me like wouldn't you be at war with Egypt? Like what? 
Well, first of all, how far away is this circular structure from Egypt? So um, basically, if you took the waterways, it's all... It's all the way around. It'd be a lot closer to land. If you walked yeah. on land, it would. It wouldn't. I don't know. It's a couple countries away. But uh, it's like you go through Libya. It's almost like Chad opposite ends of, of of the top of Africa. Yeah, it's opposite. So then, ends. why would they be together? They would be against. Oh, each they other. were. They were a colony, though. Yeah, them. but that's too far for that time. And if you're a seafaring, like well, if you're a seafaring, you would you would traverse the entire Mediterranean. But you wouldn't park the furthest way around. You would go down a little bit. You'd go like a hundred kilometers down but, and be like, oh, "Here's a good spot." But also, <laughs> you wouldn't though, go all the way around. The, the, like some, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if this connects to. Um, um, well, none, first of all, none of this blows up your theory. I'm just saying that like they weren't the they weren't they weren't on the same side. They were against each other. Well, they might have been fighting the Sumerians. The Sumerians actually existed back then. And they had a navy as well. Fucking Sumerians. They they uh, could have been the Sumerians, but they actually. also, you know, the, I I don't know if if Egypt connects to um, this capital city, but they're definitely the Nile did used to run east west long time ago. Oh, what? Like, have you have you heard of that? That the Nile was no, it's not north south. It was east west. Yeah. So it could have just been a highway. River, so I'm, I'm like, they could, have, they could have gone through the Nile. But the ocean was to the south of this circular structure. It basically so like, if like it goes east-west, that doesn't help, right? The west side of Africa just being flooded mostly, like half of it, so that this structure... Maybe they got south wrong. <laughs> yeah. Because it is, it is west of the structure. What is Egypt? The the ocean. Oh, ocean. currently, yes, right. Currently, it's the ocean's west of the structure. But where are the mountains? Egypt is uh, where are the mountains currently. It's like east, like north. Oh, so maybe they did fuck it up because they said the mountains were north and the sea was south. South, yeah. No, but it it does line up that way if the water was up there. But it could have been like you know, like it, it could have like our ocean is le- as to the left of the structure, but. It could have been that the ocean dipped in to the south, not like a bay or something. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I don't know. I, listen, I this all seems plausible only because I'm ignorant about all of these topics, including like continents shifting, water levels raising and lowering. I don't know anything about any of this, so you can basically convince me. All of this shit, uh, but I, with I, the caveat of that I'm a moron. I but but to me the reason why any of this is important because it's hard. Like I'm not trying to convince anybody that that what I believe is real. I'm not trying to convince anybody, but I'm like, what? Let's say that this did exist. What are the ramifications of us being in a society that could disappear in the same way? What is the point of technology? Well, okay. If, what if are the ramifications of, of death? Like who cares? What? Yeah. Uh, like what? Uh, I don't understand why that matters. Well, I, t- before Atlantis existed, it didn't, right? And it didn't matter back then. And now that it's gone, it still doesn't. It still doesn't matter. <laughs> but but like uh, like to me in in the history of humanity, because let's say humanity ends, right? Whatever. Uh, uh, sure, sure. But like in the in the history of humanity, I would hope that that they would all 
grow in intelligence and use previous civilizations to to become smarter for what so you're being romantic definitely romantic like you you don't want us to be pointless in the same way that the YouTuber is going to be forgotten in five years and that we will be forgotten for acting in Sarah Silverman in ten years or a hundred years whatever it is now (laughs) or now now that it's been cancelled for five years she had a TV show yeah Uh, (laughs) it's it's you you But so, but okay, but then, so, but now you're getting into more like existential, like, is time a flat circle? Because don't you also believe in that? And that, and that like things are repeating themselves? And isn't that a big sort of proponent for that argument? My part of consciousness is that we grow enough to never fight again so that we can meet other races. Um, um, I, well, it's just well, so juvenile, but, Willie. But, but uh, <laughs> like, who gives a shit? It's whimsy, though. That, uh, yeah, you're thing. right. You're it's right. Like you, you nailed it. You can't. You can't take the whimsy away because that's what kind of drives me now. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> but it is so juvenile. It's like the things that you're concerned about. I'm just like, I want to pay my gas bill, and you're like. <laughs> Why can't society learn from existence? <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just like God. Huge, well, that's maybe big that's the spiral stuff. dynamic difference between the two of you. <laughs> yeah, no, most definitely because like, like that when I mo- most of the things that bother me bother me because they specifically take humanity away from the whimsicalness, where it's like, dude, how the fuck? Sure, you know, it's easy to complain about commercials, but it's like, like, it's all brainwashing and it's all taking away from your creativity. Yeah, but commercials are art and commercials are creative. Uh, It's weird that you brought up commercials because I was just thinking about how much you complain about commercials. Fucking hate commercials. But in your, in your world, aren't they important? Because it's like, oh, we like boiled down like this way to like get like send a direct message to people through like this marketing idea. I think it's destroyed tar- storytelling though. Like, well, it's not a storytelling. It's a different. It's not. It's not that no, art. No, no, it's, it's not. But I'm saying it because it, commercials exist. Storytelling. He's become a model of. Storytelling has had to match adjusted. That. They've, adjusted they've adjusted to allow to, advertising. No, that's a very no. They've adjusted to to mimic the style of advertising because we're so used to seeing that boiled down message in a boiled down story. No, I would we say edit things faster and we, mm, we yeah we do we but grab more attention in our films. Yeah, but you're but 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 no, but no, <laughs> because here's the thing. Uh, all right. How do I how do I put this succinctly? Like, okay, yes, maybe YouTube influencers and all these people that I've been talking shit about this entire episode have like adapted that model or adopted. It, I mean, um, but the twenty two minute sitcom has always been a twenty two minute sitcom. Like, yeah, there's the Adult Swim like eleven minute model, right? Mm-hmm. Which tells a little faster. Channel 101, we're still telling like full stories in five minutes. Right. Yeah. Maybe like some bad movies are editing faster, like Bohemian Rhapsody. People are 
pissed off about the editing because it's like cut, 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 cut. Right. But then there's also like a million other movies that don't do that. Right. That are more critically well received. Maybe not critically, but like, what am I thinking of? The Nicolas Cage, uh, what's it called? It's a woman's name in it. Did you guys see that movie? No. <sighs> Nicholas Cage movie. Which one is that? No, but it just came out. It on. just yeah, came yeah. out, and it's 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 his girlfriend's or his wife's name. Fuck, I can't think of what it is. Um, but it's like really long shots, really yeah. long takes, okay. and so like, yeah, but that's a movie which has your captive attention inside of a theater. Well, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that TV shows are cut quicker. I think it, movies well, are cut more quickly than TV shows are. And TV shows is the audience of the rapid fire, like commercial audience. Because a TV is a small screen, you look at it. A theater screen is big, you look into it. So there's a, you, you have to actually look around the screen. That's why you have to hold on shots longer in a movie for a movie right. theater. But for a TV audience. So doesn't audience, that refute your point? No, because we've been taught by television, which is all commercials that we could easily boil down the attention span of somebody to small, simple story ideas. And we have to, now that we've created this attention span in people that are used to looking at a television screen, we've, we have to kind of storytell that way now. I don't and know. You can, there I is don't. evidence. I just read a Walter Murch book about how the movie Sunset um, Boulevard yeah. had like, in 20 minutes, had like 70 edits. Fight Club has... 370 edits but fight club the evolution in no, no, no. general over but that's time, the worst example you could have made because fight club is making fun of the yes i know but it's it's by being it though it's making fun of advertising by being advertisement okay but that's, but that's what sells as a as good editing now but that's no it doesn't no because that's that's um uh, what's his fucking name what's the director of fight club uh jesus christ <laughs> Fincher, right? So Fincher did Moneyball, which is like one of the sort of... Didn't he? Or no, he did Social Network. Social Network, yeah. Which is like one of the more calm edited movies. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. There's other examples. There is is data to show that over the last 60, 70 years of filmmaking, edits do... Do but they have to, though. They have, they have to. to because of the attention span of the audience. Uh, maybe, but also, if you go back and watch, like, fucking, like, I don't want to say The Godfather. I'm trying to think of, like, a, a movie from the 70s. Um, like, uh, like, fucking Apocalypse Urban now. Cowboy or something like that. Is that a movie from the yeah. 70s? Yeah. yeah. It's, it fucking drags, man, yeah. and it sucks. And you're like, this sucks. And yes, maybe you're right. Because that's... it's meant to be watched on a big, huge screen. But it's also boring as shit. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because I grew up in the 80s, when Back to the Future happened and stuff like that. I think you're meant to watch movies and look at detail in every shot. <sighs> it just seems pretentious, though. Yeah, like that's what... Yeah. I'm a writer, I'm not a filmmaker. Right. And so, like, all I care about is, like, story, the story. Yeah. Like, if you hit the right beats, then I'm on board. But when, like Jerry, you you remember that movie Jerry? Uh, I think so. uh, Gus Van Sant directed this thing oh, yeah, with yeah. with with Matt Damon and and Ben Affleck's little brother, and it's like ten minutes of just them walking, and you're like, well, this is why this was isn't it Jerry? a thing. What is it? Ele- 
No, it was called Jerry because both their names were Jerry. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know my point. I can't even remember why we started on this. Well, well to me, like, yeah, the, the, the well, yeah. Oh, so, so, okay. So, like, in a future society, I would say that commercials, if we're talking about, well, I guess what are we talking about? We're talking about societies learning from previous societies and building upon them, right? Yeah. And so commercials, I, I would say, are, are valuable in some way. They must be. To, to me, when I say commercial, I, I encompass it to also mean magazines and even movies when it comes to building a dream in somebody's mind of what they should be. You know, when I picture commercials, it's like what, what you should be. You should be a consumer. Mm-hmm. You should wear makeup. Uh, you should look good. What about the inspiring ones? What about like the old Nike ones that are well, just I'm like... Sure, there's ones that, that fit. I'm just saying as a whole, but that's just... commercialism... Is 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 making you want to live Commercials this are, dream? Are tapping into your into your uh, irrational needs to buy things? Okay, first of all, for irrational reasons, owning shoes is not irrational. Yeah, but owning hundred fifty dollar pair of Nikes might be irrational if you can get a pair for ten dollars at the thrift shop. I'm trying to figure out for the brand. I'm trying to figure out my counterpoint yeah. to that. and i don't really have one other than like that marketing has not affected it has not been successful on me since i was in middle school and being cool was like the main thing but tell me if you think this is sexist but i to me makeup has always been a, a sort of branding also and so, like, I, I, I don't know, well, yeah, I don't know if your... I'm right about this, but I don't think we can ever be equal sexes as long as women feel like they need to wear makeup because they are branding themselves to be an, a desire. Not, not that it needs to well, be for a man. Well, let's take that but... to Egypt. They had jewelry. They had, like, a bunch of cosmetic shit, right? Like, and that was a sign of, like, being wealthy. Or sexually available. Right, so but they were it's also, a sexual selection. They were thing. also a matriarchal society, so well, but but no, I'm I'm only speaking to the point where like we have to keep progressing as a society. Yeah, yeah. And if you're looking at Egypt as like this like really great society, like but I but the, the weird part is the Egypt that we are talking about aren't isn't the Egypt that built the pyramids. That you know, five thousand years ago, these people lived in the pyramids. They didn't. Build but you them. don't think they had vanity. Even though there's oh, like absolutely. no documentation, yeah, yeah, but I don't respect them as much as I respect this ancient civilizations that built the pyramid. I mean, we're talking about Atlantis, and there was a fucking king in the middle. Oh of the yeah, fucking, no, like fuck, how fucking fuck pompous kings, is fuck that? Fuck shit? Bloodlines. No, I yeah yeah no, I I, I agree with all the. All right, shit. so okay, so, wait, so so your point is that if they if if they act this way, they're not advanced. No, I'm I I feel like I have been actively misinterpreting your point of view, which is just. Maintain technology, build upon it. Not everything about an advanced society is going to be a positive thing. Well, like there are negative things in an advanced society, like commercial. I mean, I'll say that I still respect it. Do you ever work on commercials? No, no. That's why you respect. No, 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 no. (laughs) I understand how fucking awful it is, but that's but that's like we're like forty years into the commercial, right? Like no, this since the twenties. Okay, so further back. But like when commercials started, it was like, hey, I'm uh, Abbott and I'm Costello and we like (laughs) Palmol cigarettes. 
and that was it. And then and then they sort of started zeroing in on like, oh wait, we can use like filmmaking to like make good commercials. But okay, but the filmmaking storytelling is meant to evoke emotions. And those emotions are telling you when you when they want you to buy a car, this is how you are a man. So okay. This is how you will feel when you drive this car. You don't if you think, look at a car commercial, it's always about how do you feel. You don't think that Shakespeare was trying to evoke emotions and going like this to buy is- something? No, yeah, storytelling has always been an emotional regardless thing. Regardless of regardless of like the the intent like the malicious intent, like I I just think I get I I think we're talking about separate things. Like I think that <laughs> God, this is so fucking <laughs> off topic. But like I think that commercials have like evolved in a way that like now they're they're almost their own separate art form. And yes, their intent is malicious. Yeah. But I don't think that takes away from like the old spice guy the fatal farm old spice right. guy and how great that is and how funny it is and stuff like that well i i, I and i i love obviously I, I love comedy and i love laughing and all this stuff but i think when i look at it from a societal perspective of our current entertainment i feel like entertainment makes you less creative because you watch people be creative and you stopped and you and you stop being creative because you, no. you you input instead of no yeah, yeah. no no it's inspiring but you're so a writer but you're a writer though and you're going to create based on the things that you see most people don't but that's good that's no that's, i think that's good i think you need a certain amount of research to input before you can output definitely but i think if you're not outputting, then yes, it's pro- the input is all making you dumber. But and I and I, you know, I'm no. I'm, you guys, you guys are being, you're being, you're like, you're like the people who are like, uh, I, you know, Red Dead Redemption, right? <laughs> the main character is like constantly going at his son, going like, "Why are you reading books all the time? Like that shit. That's just like fucking." Because in that time, it was like watching television, right? Yeah, and he's yeah, like, "That's right. just gonna like fuck you up, right?" There's no difference between books and TV and podcasts. It's all just, oh, this, I'm going to use this to be creative. And if you're not a creative person, then it's like, oh, this is a distraction for me. And that's not a bad thing either. Because if I thought that was a bad thing, then why would I be a writer trying to like write television? Well, but that is the struggle that I have is that like, I've, is that I feel like, I could go make people laugh, but I just have to. But I feel like we've gotten to a point where making most people laugh is to then kind of have to learn how to do it. No, 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 no. That like, by example, that like from from a from a societal perspective, uh, uh, the entertainment we enjoy is from watching people that are connecting their brain to their connect to their creativity. So it's like. Like the more, and and listen, this is all blanket statements of of let let's say you're an alien trying to uh, trying to interpret uh, humans, and it's like, well, most of them aren't creative, right. not not to pass judgment on on you individually for not being creative, but from a from a, from, mo- wow, most of the society in America, you know, technologically advanced, the important society. Is like yeah, like you were saying, just input, and I'm like, well, 
the last thing I want to do is sure. I might want to talk to them to see what they've inputted, but I don't want to watch them output anything. Well, I think that's what, where it comes down to. It's like, if, if your whole intent is to be creative, you're not going to learn how to be creative by just watching TV. You're going to learn how to be creative by being creative, by, by practicing. And I, I feel like we as a society have, have, Strip that from a lot. You don't of think no, so? I you disagree with everything you, don't think you guys by, are saying. You, you can't, you can't be, you can't be good at your craft until you practice it, right? So, so how do you get good at your craft as a writer if by just watching movies? Well, you start no, no, when you're ten writing. years old and you watch Cheers and you go like, "Oh, this is great," and and you innately learn storytelling. Storytelling throughout our history as a as a as a species, right, has been listening to stories, and then repeating them. It hasn't been creating new stories. How do you get past writing Monopoly Man jokes? You, 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 you learn how to not be a hack. Yeah. I, I mean, know, but that comes with practice, right? No, but, 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 okay. so my point is, if I didn't watch Cheers when I was a kid, if I didn't watch, like, Growing Pains, not a good show, but, like, it teaches you like, oh, beginning, middle, end. I'm getting this, mm-hmm. even though I'm not like actively like trying to understand beginning, middle, end story arc stuff. If you, it's Malcolm Gladwell, right? Like ten thousand hours stuff. Like, yeah, that's all research, right? Just because, no. just because well, you're like listening. I, don't know if I agree with that. It's total ten thousand hours on, of writing. Hold no, hold on. Listen, I mean watching. that's exactly. Exactly. But I'm saying that, like, watching television, if you want to be a storyteller, even if you don't, even if you don't know what the fuck you're doing, that's why, that's why, that's why being a storyteller is hard because everybody has a back catalog of, like, watching television for their entire life. Right. And so they'll fucking call you out on your story. Like, if, if, if it's not right. a real story, they're going to know. And that's why it's not going to be successful. But I, I, like, I agree with, the difference between and I'm I'm lumping writer and creator into performer, but the difference between audience and performer. It listen if you're if you're creative and you're going to create, all of the input is valid to you, and and helps you learn. But I'm saying most people aren't creating, and so so the whole idea of entertainment is pulling creativity away from people that don't create see i also do disagree with that because i don't think that there's a person on this planet that's not creative in some way i think that a lot of people don't know what their outlet is huh conservatives they're not creative well talk to alex jones man i mean he (laughs) he like puts out content also like he's a fucking fraud like he he was a (laughs) liberal or whatever I don't think that, like, I mean, there's painting, there's, like, jewelry making. Like, everybody's creative in some way. Yeah, but some people uh, no, just I, work at a gas station. I, I agree that everyone's creative. I'm saying our uh, the way that our society works is slowly pulling that away from them so that they, and you know, slowly they work, then they retire. No, you're scapegoating society, though. Like if if that were true, nobody would be a writer right now, or nobody would be a performer. Yeah, it wouldn't be valued. Yeah, like it it, it just takes. But dude, I, there's so wait, many. Wait, wait, there's so many now. I'm talking about. There's the, there are so many friends that I have that we probably both have that like 
just went into business and stuff like that. They're way funnier than I am. They just didn't come out here and try to do something. If they would have, no, maybe would have succeeded. Listen, maybe we're arguing they different have. things because I believe that everybody is creative. I'm saying our society is taking creativity away from them in order for you to fit into the society. With advertisement, you mean? Well, no, I, I just mean the whole idea of the American dream. You're struggling and stressing to get something that you could be happier without all of these things. Well, because okay. you're not being as At creative. At the same time, it's the best form of government we've ever come up with. Sure, sure, sure. And let I me also counter. Let me this. also counter with this: like, just because you want to be creative doesn't mean that you should be capitalizing on it or that you should be like paying your bills by it. I don't I say t- my my idea doesn't have money at, at all in it. I'm saying that like no, money- but you're saying okay, but you're you're scapegoating society and saying like it's taking away creativity. I would say if anything, as a society, we're way more creative than we were when we were growing up. I mean, now you got the internet, you can fucking like create shit for like zero money. Yeah, That's yeah. why all but these influencers all that your, I hate are All of your answers are <laughs> from a creative point of view. Like, take your grandma and take uh, the youngest person you know that... She probably is. sews or stitches or, you know, like... Yeah, my grandma was a artist. <laughs> she, but we, we, we used to draw and Well, shit. let me tell you about my grandma. Her last decade of her life... Uh, you know, you could sure she made she made great food and that's very creative. But I'm saying she wasn't creatively driven to be anything more than she was. Well, I just wonder why you're putting such an uh, an emphasis on creativity. Like, why is that? If we were all artists, we we would be fucked. But, uh, you but, need, but, you but, need but, some means. But to you be able guys, to be an you, like you, you need- guys, are still using the definitions that I'm not using. I'm not good at explaining myself. But when I talk, when I'm th- when I think about a society of the future, like I think that we get to be, you know, the you know the ideal f- future that will never exist, where we don't have money, we can. Be, I feel like creativity is what is going to help humanity the most. Um, and I don't mean I don't just mean science? the arts, but creativity using science too. Uh, I'm just saying that, like, when I look at a society going into the future, I, I see creativity being lost in in all in all ways because never it'll never happen because well, because I think AI will kill it. No, no, you guys, because this is the entire point of this episode. We're talking about Homer, right? We're talking about the Bible. We're talking about Greek mythology. All of that is because creativity cannot be killed. It's all just like telling stories. What are you going to do when there's nothing? You're going to tell stories. When you don't have to do all the shittiest jobs in the world, yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, you're going to be creative. You're going to be more creative. But but we aren't breeding people to know how to be creative. Thank God. No, but look, if I'm if up we for don't have a to job, drive, I don't need a lot of competition. <laughs> we don't have to drive anymore. We don't have to farm. All this stuff is, gets roboticized, and 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 every all, a lot of our problems get solved. We are going to be sitting around doing what? Drugs, creating, or being creative. Listen, there's two types of people. There's the people who just want to get fucked up all the time, and there's the type of people who are like, there's something in me, and I have to get it out. But I feel like the people that want to get fucked up all the time have that too, but I'm saying that's getting squashed. Yeah, but fuck them. The connection. They just don't have it. So you just want to save everybody. Everybody cannot be 
successful. Are there we has talk to about be losers. Glands? But I'm not talking. I'm, ta- <laughs> I'm not talking successful. I'm, ta- I'm talking pineal gland. I, I, I mean, what? I mean, oh, you connect. are. I was yeah, yeah. What the <laughs> fuck? Are you serious? Well, I'm saying though. He's saying that the that the that we are. Our pineal glands are getting clogged lately. Well, well, no, so no, no, we no, be... no, not even that specifically. I'm just saying though that like uh, creative expansion into the universe uh, uh, to me needs us to 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 connect on that pineal gland level and not the. See, this is why I call you negative because because you can't fathom. Yeah, he's a pessimist, definitely. Yeah. You can't fathom a world where people just create because they need to create. No, no, I can't. That I. The thing is, is the the barrier of communication between us is because I always feel like you don't understand what I'm saying, but I also God, like, I always feel that dynamics, way. man. Seriously, you but, should look it up. But uh, uh, you know, I'm not. The I'm difference. not trying to. I'm not trying to say that we're doomed. I'm saying we need to focus. In, in in different creative ways for our society to be more than hey we're the biggest dicks around town we got the biggest aircraft carriers like don't fuck with us uh, we make this TV stuff we make these nachos whatever you can come have some uh, but not if you're not you're from describing this a very complacent society that just goes like hey we're the best and we're just gonna brag about but being the that's best that's what I see that's what is that's what's in power that's why. But no, no, I mean, I mean, I'm talking on the levels of, I, you know, I talk to more strangers than anybody I know in my life. That's awesome. I wish I could. I talk to fucking people every day. I talk to audience members. I yeah, talk those to people are boring. But but though, but those but are, way, those are the masses. Yeah. Those yeah, boring they, people. They those might, are the masses. They might that, go home. Scary. They might go home and like draw a really good sketch or something. But they'll never communicate. Well, whatever, whatever. You know, it's it's weird. See, this to, is the pessimist part. You 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 have no faith in anyone that's not you. No no no. It, it, I'm not saying. I'm not trying to say someone specifically. I'm saying. Uh, uh, but you see what I'm saying, right? Yeah yeah. And I think that you need to be more empathetic. But, but, but to me, to me, <laughs> that's, this that's is rich. this is me. This is me being empathetic to try to say, hey, break out of that. You want to save everyone. I want to say that everyone is fine. Yeah, for hundred percent. No one's fine. Everyone's fine. I think fine. everyone's fine. <laughs> everyone's it's, fine. It's going to be fine. Everyone's fine. You know, like, I think you can get in trouble trying to save people. Like you. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like, that, that's why I'm like, I'm not trying to go actively do it. I'm trying to come up with a plan. Like, how? Well, it'd be nice if the, everybody's life can improve and everybody's, everybody's lifespan. I got the answer. Years. Do you guys want to know the answer? So, yeah. For America, I'm not talking yeah, worldwide, yeah, yeah. but for America, slash the military budget. Do a basic income, let people try to succeed at art, mm-hmm. put it more into public schools. Hell yeah. And then if you fail at art, become a fucking businessman. Yeah, I, you, I 100% agree. <laughs> this is not, I don't think that's a liberal point of view. I, I agree with all that. Of, a classic, not liberal. It depends on where you... Where you where you define the spectrum? The liberal as in freedom to choose what you want. Yeah, yeah. That's Most I mean. of the new liberals, classical liberalism, not not far left leaning. Okay, okay. Not government. Yeah. I'm not talking about political stance. I'm talking about. Okay, yeah. A, well, no, then I am a in liberal. In a general sense, yeah. like nobody really understands the word. Liberal. And and my problem, I, I agree with you 100. percent I just feel like the society we live in doesn't allow for that right now. Well, listen, we're in Hollywood. And it's baby. only getting worse. Well. 
Who are you guys voting for? Pete Buttigieg? Because he pretty much promises all that shit. I've never, actually, I've never heard of that man. On that topic, he's some new Democrat dude coming around running for president. But he, he actually was the guy that kind of turned me on to his stance because he's gay. He's liberal. He's 37 years old. He's uh, the mayor of like South Bend, Indiana. Um, and he described, he goes to church and he described how, because his, the question was asked of him, like, why, like, what the fuck that, like, going to church is like going backwards. And he's, and he's like, well, we kind of have to, like, understand everybody and their belief system. Even if it's, he didn't say that he did, he wasn't a believer. He just said like these are the things that I value out of church, and it's not the mythology. Right. It's it's the it's the the valuing of other people, and he it's and the morals. Yeah, and and it's the morals in a way where it's not it's it's you know not um it's not like a sexual moral thing where it was where I always feel like sure Christianity lands. It's it's about being. Um, you know your neighbors you love them like yourselves right and and you and you support the poor and the weak and the disadvantaged and and i can kind of get it behind him as, as far as how he looks at religion because it's like look we just need to look at the best parts of it and 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 we can relate to all the crazy uh, christian crazy people if we just say, look, we're all Christians because we all believe in the same sort of thing. We just don't believe in building a wall to keep out the poor. This is something that I wanted to... Uh, this was coming up earlier and I didn't say it. I don't remember why, but like... So when I go to my news feed, I want Fox News in there because I yeah. want to know like what's going on on that side like their version of the same story yeah i try to figure out like where everybody is coming from because i don't believe that like conservatives are evil people because my dad's a fucking conservative and my mom is and i know that they're good people they've just been like propaganda into like believing the wrong things and so i like reading that stuff and going like because i think if if you don't it becomes an echo chamber and that's not helpful and anyway, that's like the Facebook argument we yeah. were talking about earlier, yeah. which is just like, yeah, I'm going to yell at a brick wall. I'm also a brick wall. Right. And nothing is going to change in any way. Um, and I, and, and like to bring it all like sort of full circle. And this is something that <laughs> I don't know if we would have this podcast if you followed this advice, but like, Willie, I would love for you to just look at like sources that aren't like propagating everything that you believe in, you know? Like but, if you would on, look at that other side. Beyond disclose. But but no, but you you guys are coming from the perspective of that's the only thing I get. I'm coming from the perspective of th- if I do that, I'm not going to we're not going to have anything to talk about. No, no I get I it. I mean, I get it. Yeah. But 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 I mean though that I also do not I have a healthy distrust of everything that is considered uh, status quo. Uh, but like take take any time somebody's trying to give you information, whether it be the news, people or rarely authority, authority try to figures. give me information. Filter it through. Well, but I'm so, I'm talking institutions, you know, like like I don't trust. Uh, I don't trust CNN as much as I don't trust Fox mm-hmm. because 
they're both political. They're both political, dri- politically driven. They're not like both in both situations. They're privately owned, and they they make money off of you paying attention to them, not from them getting it right. Sure. And 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 so. Right now, in the same way, you know, talking about echo chamber of everyone, I, I, to me, that's the commercial is whichever political, political beliefs too, and religious beliefs are all part of the same what I call a commercial, something that appeals to you that you subscribe to, and then all of a sudden you feel weird when people aren't trying to be your commercial. Mm-hmm. And so, so I, I, I feel like now more than ever, uh, Especially, like, I hope that I, I have I have a lot of hope, and and I you know it's weird being called a pessimist, but I'm like I the, in order for us to have a real good future, we have to tear down all the bullshit, and so I the things that I dislike, I I try to like, I try to have real reasons for disliking them, other than you know yeah I'm not just. Not trusting the. the I'm just. It's not that I don't trust. I, I feel like even most people in the CIA, FBI, military, cops, every people want to do a good job and they want to be good. When they become corrupt, whether it be because of power or money or so whatever, who can you trust then? Who do you have any institution you can trust, or you're just you're going to take in all this knowledge and just it's going to spin around your head until? And I think that's gonna, what's creating all the anxiety. It's like. It, it sucks that we can't just believe that the Bible is the inerrant word of God. You know, yeah. Like, we know we're all we're all going. It sucks that we can't believe that. What can you believe? Like, what what can you take? Like, is well, the, like, like like I think we all just when I see don't so, get taught critical thinking anymore. Yeah. When I when I see somebody Watch. or a company even doing something for the common good that actually is costing them a lot. I, I turn that way and I go, wow, this, this hurts them, but they know it's better that they do it this way. You don't think there's like a long-term plan of like, let's look like we're, you know, I think doing it, these good things. Then I think it can be that too, but it like, but like it's on the opposite of like, um, BP, like doing a huge campaign of like, look what kind of stuff, but we're doing, forget about that oil spill that right. one time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I, but I, I definitely, that. yeah, yeah, I, uh, you know, I don't know the all the the thing about the it is companies like, aren't going to go away, and the company, no, but they need to be. The problem with they capitalism aren't is it's themselves. not. It's not a democratic capitalist society. It's it's well, it's crony capitalism. It's it's definitely just run amok, and it needs it's and it needs to be regulated in some way by a trusted source. And the problem is, is who's trustworthy. No one's trustworthy. That's the that's the whole like. So the problem with our system is you can get bought, yeah. and that power corrupts, yeah. and that goes down to like city council level. E- even if even if you don't get bought, the idea of well, we're not gonna if you don't vote our way, you know, we're not gonna listen to anything you have. We're not gonna help you. Do that's it. why I think deregulation, not regulation. Like if you if you got rid of regulations, the the because most of regulations come from big corporations who are trying to squash out. Yeah, Look at yeah, Uber. Yeah. Look at Uber and Lyft, right? So it's the taxi cab companies going like, 
Well, you don't have to have all these regulations that we but have can to we, have. Can we separate those kinds of regulations from like regulating what we put in our water and our air? Yes, for sure. But it's not. It, in policy talk, it's never separated. Because it's whoever pays you the most. Right. So, What's funny, so deregulation is, as a term is, is a terrible term. It needs to be like... Well, so is regulation. But, I mean, yes, it's a regulation, deregulation, it has its own merits, but you have to say, like, deregulation of things that are harmful to growth. Well, like, take, not, take, and not deregulating things that are actually helpful for our health. Like, take uh, your example of Uber and Lyft, like, trying to fight the taxi cab companies. Now Uber and Lyft are trying to squash all these uh, scooter companies, you know? It's like, we, you guys, what? No, so, well, you might be right about that, but I know that, like, if you go onto Uber, you can, like, get a... They, like, fold it into it. They said, like, oh, we see that Deliver people are me using... a scooter? <laughs> like that? No, they, it's just, like, you can go onto Uber or Lyft, I can't remember which one, and, like, switch the icon over, and then it's the little scooter, and you can find the scooter... Oh within that app it's a scooter finder and that's what's that so, so that's the thing like but if it's you're a Uber smart scooter no no it's just like they partnered, they partnered. with bird or whatever yeah. so that's the thing like if taxi cab companies were smart instead of combative yeah. they would have been like oh let's all be ubers let's like fold this into our business model yeah because we're rich i don't know if they also they don't could make have, money what, Uber? They don't make a profit. Who? Uber. Uber doesn't Uber make a doesn't profit? Uber doesn't make a profit. I don't know how that works, but... Well, because of tax write-offs and loopholes? Yeah. No, because of, like, people investing in it. They don't make a profit off of their who, service. Wait, who doesn't? Huh? Who doesn't make a profit? Uber doesn't make a profit well, off who, of their services. But, like, who is they Uber? Make, they make money from venture capitalism. Because they want to sell ads or something like that. Because they sell their their company. They sell stocks. their da- they their sell stocks data are or worth something? more than they actually make as a company. They don't make money. They get invested in. Well, it's, so that's it's a terrible be, idea well, for a business. Well, it's a data thing, right? They can sell their data. Yeah, that's that like too. why Twitter was a valuable company. Not because people were using Twitter, but because they could sell all of that data. Right. But they don't they don't post like profits every year, every quarter. Well, listen, I mean Amazon doesn't pay taxes. The same thing. They don't yeah. make any money either. <laughs> Amazon makes money. They just don't pay taxes. They don't na- make a net profit every year. Amazon? Yes, it does. No, they don't. They don't post a net profit. If they don't, it's only because of the tax write-offs, and that's yeah, why they're yeah, able to yeah. pay zero uh-huh. taxes. Yeah, exactly. I, and that's a much larger conversation. It, it is, but to me, it ties into the idea that. Uh, but when you find loopholes, everyone's like that, cheating. Yeah, yeah, everybody's cheating because of how much because of how much bureaucracy there is, and like I don't know about yeah, that. I, I think no, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Capitalism run amok. It's it's well, crony capitalism. Yeah, yeah. The the it's. It's not the government that's regulating. Well, but they're for the consumer. But they're one hundred percent responsible for it. So, like the thing is, like Amazon, they should be paying taxes. They should be paying their employee employees more, right? Yeah. But because of the regulations that are in effect, they don't have to. Mm-hmm. And so, it's like 
chicken versus egg kind of thing. Like, are they able to be profitable because they can sway politicians or have politicians been swayed in a way that it allows them to make money? And then if we don't ever quote unquote fix these things, then we'll, we'll never, it'll, it's like our society will drive itself into even further unequalness. It's like, it's like they're just holding on enough for us to be able to spend all the money that we make as a, as a consumer who is in the top. Well, again, and that's, that's what's keeping society sane and not violent. But that is what's keeping society, to me, not creative and moving forward as a society into the future. I think if we allow people to be that the way you want them to be, they would be more violent. Uh, the, our current society. We, we yeah. can't go back. If we take away the, the, the rat race. It has to be a new society that, st- that stems from. That's why we need an apocalypse. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, we kind of do. <laughs> no. To, to get what you want. To get what I want. Because yeah, we, we we're not going to fix it. We're not going to We're not going to we fix things with in the proper reactionary way. ways. If something bad happens, we fix it. We don't we don't proactively fix anything. We reactively fix things. So we and do that's need, why we we're do need a big catastrophe. The religions that we don't like and we're fixing the the people coming in that we don't like whatever. <laughs> But it's all just it. It's all perfect the way it is, right, Wade? No, you guys aren't wrong. Like, it should be a meritocracy, right? It should be like if I come up with some idea, I should be able to like pay my rent, or if I if I work for this company that's like a billion dollar company, I should be able to pay my rent. And it's not working that way because of the way it's set up. Yeah, I don't know. The thing I is, mean, it's like the equality will never happen. That's not in our nature. Like, I, there always has to be some loser for somebody to win. Yeah, and, I don't. I don't. I don't think there should be equality. I don't think there should be either. I think we could we could strive for it, and we should try to bring a lot of people out of poverty as much as possible. But there's no way we can. Like there's no there's just no way of equality. To, the the equality's got to be the the people chosen to go on the spacecraft to uh, you know colonize. The but next. then who's gonna fuck who? You know? <laughs> yeah, who's who gonna gets to fuck, fuck who? who? Well, my dad built the spaceship, so exactly. That, so, so that's where violence comes from. There's no equality. It's not built that way. We're not evolved that way. I don't think that equality has ever existed in the history of the world. No, no. But do you think consciousness will evolve past needing equality? I don't know about that. I think because I don't know. No way. I don't think so. I think we're we're set in this way. I don't either. No and that's it. why uh, if I'm an alien, I don't want to come talk to the to these people. Well, I think here. aliens are probably the same way. Like the, I think our universe is set be... up that way. It's 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 all about it's 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 yeah who gets to be on the alien spaceship that comes and visits us but let's say let's say uh not 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 to say that i'm here's me romanticizing an alien race that what if you know i don't like the idea of hive mind but let's just say hive mind what happens when you know whenever what everybody else is thinking well then you can't get dicked over and so I'm not saying that we need that to be equal, but it, it changes the way uh, the society works. But that, because only, but that only means that you know everyone's 
nefarious plans. But I feel like the nefarious plans would go away. Yeah, that probably would. But you you can't change the nature of reality, which is negative and positive, which are two unequal and at the same time equal components of the universe. Listen, I'll say this. I don't want to be successful just to be able to pay my rent. I want to be successful so that I can lord over poor people how poor they are. (laughs) I just want to make fun of poor people. And if there's no poor people, then what's the point? I can't make fun of someone that has more money than me because then they won't give me some of their money. Then they'll make fun of me. Even poor people have cell phones. Is that really poor? I always was weirded out by that. (laughs) Like, what's your plan? Because... My plan's been $100 a month since cell phones existed, and I can't figure out how to get lower. Oh, Google Fi, man. I I plug it on every episode. Google Fi? Google Fi. You just got to give up your iPhones. Oh. Stop fucking giving Apple your fucking dumb money. Go to Google Fi. It's like 20 bucks a month. For all, like, unlimited data? No. Ten dollars for a gig of un- of data. Uh huh. So it's like how much you spend. How much you use? Yeah. However much you use is how much. Ten you bucks spend. a gig. Yes. So mine would probably be like. And 50 you can bucks use however much you want. Yeah. And there's no overages. And then if you don't spend, do I they think, give you the device? Huh? Do they give you a device? A you phone? have to pay for it. You pay for the phone. Yeah. Which is how much? Thousand dollars like, a Yeah, it's a thousand dollars. That one's a thousand dollars too, right? No. No. An iPhone's a thousand dollars now. Well, the Google Fi is the Google Pixel is, I don't know, six hundred or something like that. Okay. That's a thousand to me. Sixty <laughs> percent <60% up>. cheaper. <laughs> well, my, my phone wasn't a thousand either. I, so I, I never I Android never have user. the newest one. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Welcome to the welcome to the other side. You guys are all like I started fuck Android capitalism, Android. and now you're like I can't give up my fucking iPhone. No, I have no, an, I I have an iPhone an seven though. I had the G one, like the first behind. Google phone ever. So did I. Oh oh oh! All I'm saying is like you're huge hypocrites. If you can't if you can't put down your fucking iPhone, then nothing is going to change. If you think that society is going to judge you for not having an iPhone. Then no, I, all of this is bullshit. To me, to me, it's me being old man. I know how to use this. Yeah, when I try it. to touch, and I know, I, can, I know that I can, I that I can learn it. It'll take I'm, you two days. But I, I like the way that my phone connects to what I use. All right. Well, but 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 have my, fun but my paying hundred dollars a month. Is it, is it worth a, saving fifty bucks a month? Well, I'm actually uh, actually now because I've been on Sprint long enough and paid off my phone. My bill's forty five bucks a month. Oh, I thought you said it was a hundred bucks since you know. Well, it's been a hundred my whole life. Yeah, but I just paid off my phone, and so now I'm going to get forty five dollars a month okay. for my phone. So my plan has never been more than sixty, and I'm paying for my phone every month. Huh. But so I, ju- like, I just like got to the sweet. I just got to the sweet spot though. Now I paid off the phone today. Yeah, I'm saying. The, your sweet spot is my regular spot. Where's your uh uh? How's your battery life though? Because that's the really it's what fine. kills the device. Can you change the battery? I guess you can change any battery nowadays. I don't. What like replace it? Yeah, because after a couple years, the batteries are useless. I'll buy a new one. That's what. That's what kind of making a device becomes useless. But that and if you crack the screen. So as long as you don't crack the screen, the battery doesn't die. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like, I'm super happy with it, and I think you guys are dumb <laughs> for having iPhones. I got an old one, Google Fi. It's either Fi or Fi. F I. F I. The Egyptians had batteries. It's like Wi-Fi. Google Fi. Oh yeah, maybe it's yeah Wi-Fi. It's great. I love it. I'm so not getting paid service? to say that. Who's your service? Provider? Amazing. Does it use like every? It uses every tower? tower. But who's who? Who do you? It's Google that you pay to for your service. Yeah. Oh, you're paying one of the big five. I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's much better than paying AT and T. Apple is also one of the big five, though. Hey, let me ask you this: Can you be on the internet yeah, and the AT&T. phone at the same time? No, we did this last time. Uh, Wait, I, I, I didn't. I, I didn't attach it to Google Fi though, so I, uh, that information. Wait, you lost. can't. Only AT&T. That's only you can't be AT&T. on the phone and be like looking up something while you're on only speaker. Only AT&T. They're the only people. Yeah. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. I just always assumed that was a thing. I know. I left and I was like, oh, it's fuck. weird that it's not. What about Wi-Fi? If you're on Wi-Fi, you can do anything. Oh, okay. But just not. Just not when you're out there on. Oh, that's interesting. Well, Sprint, though, specifically, even if you're on Wi-Fi, you can't be on the internet. So anymore. if I'm on my Apple Apple uh, screen on my phone. On my on my uh, car, right, and I'm using the Apple service in my car. Is this a Bluetooth? No, it's like just directly connected. So I have my maps up on my screen in my car, and I'm on a phone call at the same time. No, that's two different devices. No, no, no. This is I. Your car is one device. I connect my phone to my car, and it puts my phone screen on my car screen. I don't know. That's and interesting. It's a, and it's an Apple product, and it's it allows me to make phone calls, text message with voice command, and be on maps and navigate and all that stuff. So I, so it should be able to like if you get a phone call, does that mean the navigation just stops working? I know. I've like used I've Uber used Lyft. yeah <laughs> I've used navigation and been on my phone. Okay. Well, navigation is all GPS also, but it still it loads the maps. Yeah, I think it's, maybe GPS it loads is... the images through. Um, It'll like interrupt my phone call to say like turn right, so I think it's active. I think it's really? like current. Yeah, it'll like pause your phone call. Like you're the other person on the other end is just, just hears nothing. Who's that? First a bit. Yes. Really? That's weird. I, I mean, that. not in a shit. not in a detrimental way. Like it doesn't mute them. It just it makes it so that they can't hear it. Right. That's so weird. Oh, well, it just it's, mutes. It's good. It doesn't interrupt the phone call. Like no, it doesn't interrupt right the phone call. No. Okay. Also, like fuck you guys. Just <laughs> continue using your iPhones and paying a hundred dollars a month. I'm just giving you a better option. And like, I think I pay seventy. I'll, 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 that's why I was asking about the the other stuff though, because I'm, I, you know, I'd consider leaving Sprint now. But even though I got the sweet spot, I'm like, that's the whole, the whole you, point man. of being here was to get to the sweet spot a year ago. Yeah. And then we upgraded. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Let's wrap it up. What do you have to say about Atlantis? Uh, I, 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 I'll go first. You can gather your thoughts. It's kind of last minute on the spot. I, to me, uh, the whole thing. It it is. It is a romanticism. I do think that. I do think that this Rickot structure matches the description ninety percent. Of what Plato wrote down, so I, I'm like, wow, this to me is very compelling. Um, whether we did a good job of it or not, don't I don't care. I think it's worth looking up. I know this, this documentary, visiting Atlantis. I, I 
It's fucking crazy because when you think of an intelligent civilization being from thousands of years ago, what would be left? Basically, the stones that, that didn't get weathered away, you know, and, and for that's most of those. I don't know. Uh, I do I romanticize that they had a perfect society? No, they had a fucking king, you know. But I, I would hope that uh, any, anything, all that I need is anything to break down your beliefs so that we can build new ones together that benefit uh, the future of humanity more than your current tax bill or whatever, you know. Like I, I, we need to take some of the me out of out of. Uh, out of our out of our society. That's what I, I thought you were gonna say. We're gonna take the me out of me too. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Do you uh, have final thoughts, or should I go? Um, yeah, I think I'm. I've always been into Atlantis since I was a kid because it kind of is a parallel to Noah's flood story, and I've been just been obsessed with like prehistory civilizations and just like the destruction of huge civilizations. It's just been fascinating to me. And just, like, where did the dinosaurs go kind of thing. And, like, I, as a Jehovah's Witness, I believe that the dinosaurs died at the flood. Or most of the, the majority of the remaining dinosaurs died at the flood. So I've always researched this shit. And I bought the original the book based on, like, of, that spells the entire theory of Atlantis. And I've read it all. Is that the book I have yours? I yeah. have one of your books. Do you have it? I still have one, yeah. Um, and I So I've been in this game for a long time. And every time I get to the end of the, some, a book like that, I'm not convinced because it's just a bunch of data that doesn't really line up. It it lines up with the theory that ex, that it existed, but it doesn't line up as it doesn't line up like look at all this stuff we found. It suggests that there's a intelligence or or a civilization that was highly advanced. It it's not it's not it's just straight up says says this is Atlantis and this is why. And I, and I, I question things that have an agenda at the beginning of like a conclusion saying this is Atlantis. And these are all the things that support our Atlantis theory instead of saying like, there's this structure and who knows we can't say anything like it just bugs the shit out of me when somebody says, what was that? It was a ghost. And it's like, dude, it was probably just the fucking wind. You know, like I, it just bugs the shit out of me that people are so quick to just say, Define. I know what this is and it's this and there's, and, and it's really hard to be like, actually it could have been this, this or this or this. And nobody talks about that stuff when it comes to things like Atlantis, when it's like, it actually could have just been this caldera and nobody lived there. And there's, there actually is no artifacts or, you know, like they don't, it, all these little things that nobody talks about and they just want to focus on the things that do hit so you're saying 90 percent. i'm saying more like 40 percent hits the description because the description doesn't just include what it looked like but how they live their lives and there's no evidence of that uh okay that based i mean i don't I mean to interrupt your shit but the other the other documentary it goes way more in depth this was just a guy spouting after watching the documentary, okay, I'm I'm saying like it gets better, it gets cool. okay. I'll watch it. <laughs> that being said, I don't I, I it still is the most the closest I've ever read knowing this topic for all the years I've known it. This is the closest thing that actually gets me excited about maybe like I'm opening it back up as a possibility now. Like I was so bummed out 
10 years ago when I've researched it all and, and, and all the consensus was like, oh, well, there's actually no geological structure on the earth that would support any of this theory because it was most of it had to do with like a sunken a sunken city in the sea so we've we've categorized you know geological formations all over the place under the water and nothing supports that kind of a destruction yeah. of a of a large landmass so my conclusion back then was like well i guess atlantis is just kind of a myth but this this is something new and and it does have a lot of parallels to the descriptions of the ancient des- descriptions of it and it does excite me because it's it reminds me that that i could still i could open up my like i'm not hard-headed like I, I always try to think of like like you said you're a brick wall and you're just arguing to another brick wall mm. like i i have to believe that i'm not because i was a brick wall as a Jehovah's witness and i don't believe that stuff anymore and if a Jehovah's, although when a Jehovah's witness comes up to me I will be a brick wall to that. And so, and that bums the fuck out of me because I'm like, I, I don't want to be hard headed. Even to a somebody like them, I don't want to be labeled as hard headed. Like, I don't want to be thought of by a person of faith that I reject faith just because I have my own ideology. Around. That's why I always apologize to Christianity. I'm like, I grew up in that. Like, yeah. I did believe that. Because it, it separates you from people, and that's the last thing I want to do. And I think that creates a lot of anxiety. So whatever it takes to to not separate myself from people, I I have to give in to little things of, like, little little pieces of faith and little pieces of belief. Uh, and and that's why I think that's why this Atlantis development kind of excited me, because I'm like, okay, now I have some some extra imagination in my head now. And uh, some hope that maybe something could come of it if somebody actually decides to go out there and dig something. Yeah, I'll send it to you. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because I can let people watch stuff. Oh, you're on the. I'm, is it something you have to pay for? I I pay for it, but I can. The Gaia Network. I can send things to people for free. Nice. Which is weird. Anyways. All right, send that shit. So yeah, I think I think that's where I'm at now, and it's it's funny because every time I come on this podcast. I'm always the guy that just doesn't believe in what we're talking about. And this is the first time I'm like, oh, actually, there's something something here. And it's worth exploring. Yeah, I'll piggyback on that. I, I would say, like, first of all, I have no interest in Atlantis. I don't give a shit. Everything that you've said about the eye of... Uh, Africa. Africa and how it lines up to Plato's description of Atlantis makes me go like, okay, yeah, cool. That's fine. My dad is a salesman. I'm not. He knows a lot of stuff that I don't about being a salesman. I don't think that being a salesman is lost in this one generation. If that makes sense. I, you're talking about like developing technologies, working on the previous society's uh, discoveries. Just because I don't know what my dad does doesn't mean that it gets lost forever. And so I don't think that like society's 
lose. I don't think it was a, an advanced society. I think like maybe they f- discovered some shit, but I don't think that means that it was lost forever. Um, I just, uh, if this is Atlantis, I'm still in the so what camp. I'm still going, cool, that's, we found it, great. It's never going to enlighten us in any way. I don't think there were helicopters in Egypt. (laughs) I guess my whole point is that I don't really care about using previous society's technologies to advance ours. Uh-huh. I feel like there's an argument that that would be um, disruptive. Like if you if you got it's like using a cheat a cheat code in a game. Like it would it would sort of hinder you in a in a weird way. I think that we're starting over constantly. We're gonna have an apocalypse, and then it's like, yeah, good luck, next society. Like who gives a shit if they know how to have autonomous cars. <laughs> I really don't care. And I don't know that it would help in any way. So my whole point is we're doomed. I've accepted it. <laughs> we we don't have to like continuously build upon ourselves. We can start over all the time. And I think that's what humans do. They go, ah, fuck. We have nothing now. How do you build a fire? Let's figure it out. And that's kind of uh, cool to me. Because I don't really care. <laughs> what if you got hired on the to be a writer on the, a show called Atlantis? Well, then I would just make up a bunch of shit. (laughs) Isn't that all this is? Then what if there was a discovery in the middle of your job? Ignore it. (laughs) Keep going with the keep going with the story that we already planned out. (laughs) None of our viewers are going to know about that shit. Yeah, you could come up with a reason why they actually didn't find that thing, and then people might not believe that they found it. I mean, I I really like getting bad notes. Because then you go like, oh, there's a there's a way to make this really good. Oh, they don't like this one thing. That's a horrible note. But it's really fun to subvert that note and come up with something good. So if I was working on Atlantis, <laughs> which is already a BBC show that got canceled. Um were they mermaid people or something? No, no, it was just like a it was just like a Game of Thrones kind of rip off. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but uh, yeah, it would just be like, oh, this is fun. Let's like subvert this stuff that came out or like fold it in in a fun way. But anyway, that's all I have to say. Savan, do you have anything to plug? Um, well, I was doing my podcast for a bit. I've self-published. It's called if you want to listen to it, it's called um I believe you podcast. I think you have to search for the full thing. I believe you podcast with spaces on, on iTunes. I think so. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know. <laughs> there's a few episodes up there. I don't know if I'm going to do any more. It was fun. It was a fun little run. I, I look at it as, as like just like a quick season. Like a mini series. Yeah, a little mini series. Um, it's really hard. It's it's about religion, so it's like really hard to get people to talk about religion. It's really hard, mostly because most people don't know about it, especially if they were in it. They don't know about their own religion, yeah, or how they grew up. So it's and it tends to be boring and also not. <laughs> this is the worst plug. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> like I think our episodes are really good, but oh, I think okay. when when I'm vetting a, a guest, it's it seems like there's not any material in that potential guest right so guests are scarce so that's why it's a short run okay um uh, look that up and also i'm working on a cartoon with wade should be coming out soon maybe yeah we don't Uh, know what we're gonna do with it it's called mondo trasho but it's actually called mondo trasho 3042 right oh yes yeah (laughs) we added the year to uh, make it Googleable, uh, but it's not uh, out. We don't call. know what we're gonna do with it. Uh, but yeah, it's shaping up. It's shaping up. It looks good. Yeah, I'm spending all, most of my time on it. Willie, any plugs? Uh, hey, follow me on Yelp. I just joined the Elite Squad. Fucking Yelp! God damn it, dude! <laughs> oh shit! You're on Yelp? Yeah, I'm on Yelp. Wait, That's one why, of my favorite why, things. Why? Elite Squad? What's that? I'll tell you after the show. Right. <laughs> Is it because you uh, review? You have over a thousand reviews, reviews or actually. something? Yeah, yeah, because you post them on Facebook. It's not, I'm on Facebook. Know, it's not the number. It's like you have to get approved, though, based on how much you review and what. Okay. And yeah. Like, oh man, that sounds great. Not how good you review, because that's not a thing. But you have to be selected, right? All right. So follow follow yeah. Willie on Yelp. What's your <laughs> name awesome. on Yelp? Willie Roberts, I think. Just sure. your your name. Just my name. You can follow me on Yelp too. <laughs> <laughs> follow someone. Is it your name? Yeah, I'm friends so. with yeah. a thousand people on there, but only I only have twenty followers. Not a lot of people are active on Yelp. Just go on there, log in, and it's a follow. huge waste of time. I agree. Oh, so That's fun. why I do it. I love checking in. I still do it. <laughs> like a Foursquare kind Duke's, of thing. I'm a Duke at so many places because nobody checks in. Nice. I don't check in that much because I need to make a funny picture. Oh, yeah. And it takes too long. Okay, I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> um, I got no plugs. I don't know. 12 Forever on Netflix. It's coming out. Subscribe now. Then when it does come out, I think it's actually... It might be coming out in like a month. Is that the cartoon? Yeah. I do a couple voices. Julia's? Yeah. Oh, cool. Um. Hopefully it launches my voice career and then I don't have to be creative anymore. I can just walk in and read a script. I'll be super come cool up with, with something. that. You come up with something. I don't have to. That's not my job anymore. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And remember, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you. Goodbye. Bye. Oh.